0: <coughs> oh, sorry, I forgot you listeners don't speak dragon. Warning the Dub Talk podcast contains strong language that may not be suitable for all human audiences. Listener discretion is advised there's also the chance that we may be talking about spoilers for other series, because your puny human minds don't know how to see into the future like my friend Fafnir. Also, uh, (laughs) we dragons don't have a really good sense of time and space, so we get a little out of hand. I mean, it's not like we took over an entire village this time and had to watch our friend get shoot by an arrow. Or that time we went into the future and we got Killed by what you call a Matthew McConaughey. Anyway, we hope that you enjoy. Ooh, what's this? It's called anime. Oh. Oh. I think I'm going to like what this human anime thing is. Enjoy. Dear dragons and pathetic humans who may be listening and welcome to the Dub Talk podcast where a group of dragons get together and determine if the humans have done a good enough job to please our ears. I'm Megan and with me tonight I have gathered the other three finest dragons I know to help me. First off, he hoards animation. It's Noah Clue.
1: I like to lead a normal business life. But when I'm behind closed doors, I turn into this crazy over caricature of a Chinese character and I love to talk about maids so much! So I'm very glad to be here tonight.
0: Thank you, Noah. Please don't do that again. Next, he charts our flight plans and really likes this discotheque media merchant. It's Roots of Justice! Maids! And finally, it is he who eats little harem sword boy bitches. Andrew. Ah,
2: wait, that was my intro. Okay.
0: I couldn't think of a better one for sword art. Oh, goody! Yeah. Thank God I can drop this Da-da-da. fucking voice now. <laughs> Welcome everybody. Tonight we are talking about Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid, the 2017 Kyoto animation project about Miss Kobayashi, who wakes up after a ha- after a night with a hangover. ...to find a dragon at her door. Her name is Toru and her breast are D-cups for dragon, of course. And all she wants to do is (laughs) is to be Miss Kobayashi's maid... ...after Kobayashi saved her and offered her into her home. After some gentle persuasion, she becomes Miss Kobayashi's maid... ...and the show follows our dragon and office lady through their daily lives. So tonight, we dragons will give our predictions, reactions, and thoughts... So, everybody, are you ready to go? I
2: can't believe somebody wrote about Gigi's life.
0: (laughs) Gigi's not gay enough to be Miss Kobayashi.
2: (laughs) She's not gay enough to be Miss Kobayashi, but she totally, like, banged the shit out of Fafnir. She
0: she kind of would. I I think all four (laughs) of us
2: would, actually.
0: I wouldn't. I'm not into that.
2: (laughs) He's into a different kind of grinding, but that's aside the point.
0: God damn it. I plead the fifth. I hate you all. <laughs> <laughs> what did we learn every day? Everybody in the Dub Talk chat is thirsty for fairy tale. Honestly. Please get me out. It's a very diverse cast of
2: attractive men and attractive women. Everybody has a piece of magic meat. Uh, e- equal eye candy for the whole family.
0: Even your even your children. Even your cats. Plenty even of beefcake for even the Prishonin Buffet. Cats. Anyway, we are already getting off track because it's We're not talking about fairies, team... we're talking about dragon girls. About dragons! Woo! And boys. So first up though, we are gonna talk about our writer and director. Obviously we need these two people to guide us along our way. So did we have any predictions? I had uh, three for director and three for writer.
2: I had none for writer, and I had two for director. The two I had for that were Jerry Jewell and Tia Ballard.
0: I will also say I also had Jerry Jewell and Tia Ballard, uh, both for their work on really odd cap comedies. Uh, Jerry Jewell obviously having done things like Shimonetta and uh, First Love Monster, as well as working <laughs> in some fantasy stuff like Seraph of the End. Uh, and then Tia Ballard uh, took her first dip into directing last season with Kiss Him Not Me and it came out really, really well. So I'd like to see her get another shot at it. Uh, Roots or Noah, did you guys have any predictions for director? I did.
3: Um, actually, two. I had four directors, Sunny Strait or Christopher Bevins. And for script writing, I had Jamie Marchie. Mainly for... Because um, basically all three of them have had some expertise in one way or the other with yuri
0: <laughs> i also had sunny straight on my list as well um for director i also too had jimmy markey as a writer uh obviously like Ruth said she has worked with yuri so she also works with a lot of comedies that are a little bit oddball and screwy which dragon made can be at times I also had Tia Ballard because she did write and direct "Kiss Him, Not Me," and the comedy in "Kiss Him" was really well done. And I also had Monica Rial because Monica Rial can basically write a lot of really weird shit too. <laughs> she, she did that nice show with the
2: script writing. She did that show yeah. with the eight exclamation points that were all completely necessary for its title.
0: License what to was require. it, Noah? <laughs> what was it, Noah? One entire word doc for "Cinnamon <laughs> cin- an entire word. Synony- yeah. Synonyms for ass and one for tits.
1: You, that's how you keep your writing fresh, you know? You, you gotta use the English language for its fullest use.
2: I can tell you this much. We are going to have some <laughs> colossal-sized dragons we will be talking about tonight, I tell you what.
0: Yeah, yeah there, there is man. a... We're... we're we're tiptoeing around the sleeping dragon in the room. It's like, we're like Bilbo in, uh, in Smog's <laughs> pile of gold under the mountain. We, we can't, uh, we can't just
2: directly grab the treasure before us. We have to go around, be very delicate.
0: We need the dwarves to sneak us in and Gandalf has to disappear for a while.
1: There needs to be a, a trick question that wasn't supposed to be a trick question, but turns into a trick question to make the book longer
0: speaking of trick questions Noah your predictions
1: ah uh, yes I'll jump on the same bandwagon who for script writing and I also put Jamie Markey there I will pronounce it right this time because I keep getting it wrong and I did not. most these the, 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 I only remember it's Markey now because her, um, her 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 Twitter handle is Marky mark
3: oh so th- I get that yes. now.
0: Yeah, it's like, I would much rather her. I would much rather follow that Marky Mark's Funky Bunch.
1: I, speak for yourself. I'll take I'll take that crazy this crazy redhead any day of the week, who is also. I
0: was saying I would rather follow her over Mark Wahlberg, for Bo- I'm, every what? face it. We all hate the city of we all hate Boston right now. Fuck you, Patriots. Uh, actually,
1: uh, I was thinking of an entirely different Marky Mark. But speaking of this, Jamie Mark she's really good at doing comedy screwball off the cuff making uh, even the most mundane dialogue sound really interesting with colorful language and who better to pair her with than a guy who I, I always get the director roles wrong i always get this wrong so for one i don't think i've ever put him in a director prediction before so i slotted clifford chapin as the director on this one because i had never put him anywhere before and why the heck not
2: would have been interesting okay, seeing I... Cliffy C see on this. It would have Yeah,
0: the only reason I actively didn't predict Clifford on this was because it had been announced that he was doing Ocubus strip Ocubus Trip like
2: That was the very so... first one too.
0: That was like it, it was. literally was like I was like, Oh yay! Funimation got dragon made! Oh Cliff's doing Ocubus Trip! <laughs> That's, I can't protect
1: him! I wasn't following Akiba's trip because I wasn't gonna watch that one. Although, you guys keep telling me to watch it, so I'll probably, like, catch up Akiba's on it. Trip,
0: Akiba's trip is best done drunk as fuck. <laughs> anyway, to... Uh, speaking of... F- Miss Kobayashi likes to drink, by the way. So our director is. Uh, so let's start with writer because I think we all predicted this person correct. Had
2: I, had I predict, had I made writer predictions, I probably also would have put this person yeah. down. Yeah.
0: So the writer Ooh. of dra- Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid is Miss Jamie Markey, and our director is who the fuck is Kyle?
2: Ah uh, yes,
0: who the it is fuck? Kyle? Fuck is Kyle Phillips. Ugh, I I'm never going to live that day on am I?
2: <laughs> no, so Megan, it, it, please no, tell
0: us about Kyle fuck Phillips. <laughs> Kyle who the fuck are you Phillips? Kyle who the fuck are you Phillips has directed such series as Degashi Kashi, Dance with Devils, Lesbians in World War 2. I mean, Azetta, the Last Witch and Sekirei both seasons. Sorry, I know it's
2: a pattern. That is an interesting, <laughs> interesting ensemble of shows, but I can kind of-
0: Tits and lesbians! Yep. Jamie Markey has written series such as Bigata H. Kai, Spice and Wolf, Degashi Kashi, Hitalia, and Terror and Resonance, among many, many others. Um, I do bring up things like Spice and Wolf due to the supernatural elements that do exist in that series, and Terror and mm-hmm. Resonance because- for as funny as uh, Dragon Maid is, there are a lot of really tender, quiet moments in it. Um it is very funny, but at the same time it does have very um, quiet little uh, thoughtful moments. How do we feel about the writing and directing of Miss Kobayashi's Dragon? Okay, Maid? <laughs> okay,
2: okay. Let's 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 put the let's not touch that pin yet. Let us not touch the pin on that grenade.
0: Just There's yet. a grenade <laughs> sitting, okay. <laughs> There's a grenade sitting under a dragon right now. Um, We're going to get to that last. We're going to to get to that
2: pin quickly. But first, before we say that, I would like to take a second and say that we here have great... Can I
0: do it because I'm the host or do you want to do it because you're my second in command?
2: Basically, you can do it if you want. I'm just the one keeping this pin right in here, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, for anybody who's followed us for the last two years... We do not, if we are going to be critical of something, we are not bashing on anybody who works in the series. We are doing this out of pure critical fan elements. We do not wish any ill will towards people we criticize. And if you watch our show and take it as a reason to go attack some of these people, you clearly have not gotten the message of our series the last two years. Please do not go after people that we criticize or have problems with because it may be a one-off issue and we will definitely like a lot of other things that people do. Is it time to rip out the pin? We're going to have
2: a lot of fun tonight here, fellas. But when something's got to be said, something's got to be said. All right, I'm going to pull this pin out. No! Go!
0: Throw it! Throw it! (laughs) Who's going first? I guess I'll go first. While the writing of this show is funny, I do feel like this is a very underwhelming dub for the direction and that there have been a lot of little missteps in it, the worst one being in episode one. Um, I don't expect shows to be direct one-for-one translations. I do know that there are certain writers at Funimation who are more liberal with their scripts, and there are some who are much more true to the Japanese. For example, it's like comparing Jamie to Bonnie Klinkenbeard, where everybody who's watched a Bonnie Klinkenbeard show on here knows that she tends to stay very, very faithful to the Japanese, with very few exceptions of her coming out of it, Yuri on Ice being one of the very few ones that she's done. The reason we're bringing this up is that there is a change in episode one, that was uh when Toru kind of con- confesses her sexual attraction towards Miss Kobayashi. In the Japanese, she says the typical
2: But we're girls, right? esque
0: moment. But we're but I'm a girl or I'm a woman. In the English, to- uh when Toru says this to her, she says, I'm not into women or dragons. A lot of people took Damn. that line uh as a shutdown of kobayashi being gay especially in a series that has a lot of yuri overtones and undertones in it it did cause a big backlash jamie markey herself did reply to it um however her intentions in replying back due to the social media twitter uh can come off as very dismissive we're not saying jamie is a dismissive person nor is jamie a really bad person at all We're being critical of the line that was written, not the human being. And with that being said, Jamie Markey has written a lot of very thoughtful things. I did put Terror in Resonance as one of her big writing credits in this because I thought that was a script that she's done very well. I know Roots, um, I believe she also, did she write Yuri Kumarashi or no? She wrote
3: Yuri Arashi, she wrote Mikagura's School Suite.
2: So this isn't her first rodeo into the world of girl on girl.
0: Right.
1: No, she's been around that bullpen quite a bit.
2: Okay.
0: I mean, I can definitely understand where a lot of people who feel very hurt by this line comes from. Um, particularly especially with anime. Yuri, I have yet to see the Yuri equivalent, honestly. Well, okay. Yuri Kumarashi exists. Um, Utena anything e- yeah, anything, but, Ikuhara yeah.
2: exists. Exists. Yeah, but
1: keep in mind that Ikuhara doesn't do stuff that's very... As... Straight. Trope-based. Well, not even that, but yeah, he, <laughs> he doesn't use tropes the same way this show does, so uh, the overtones of lesbian aren't just the same kind of um tihi girl girl-on-girl that uh, KyoAni is and, going
0: through. There's for and the a TV difference third, between dragon... cute
2: for coma between existentialist Ikuhara.
0: yeah. So, that being said, Yuri Kuma, at, not Yuri Kuma, sorry, Dragon Maid as a potentially Shoujo Ai or Yuri show is a little bit more approachable than something like Yuri Kuma is or Revolutionary Girl Utena is, despite your overall thoughts on them as series. Someone's going to be much more inclined to watch Dragon Maid because it is cute and fluffy and much more inviting. I can see where somebody who is bisexual and into women, pansexual, preferring women, or a lesbian, can be very, very offended by that, by this line. Um,
2: um uh, okay. question.
0: Okay, I'll just keep going. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, Andrew. sorry.
2: I was gonna. I was gonna ask if I could take the mic for a second.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm gonna give it in a second. Just okay. Go. Sorry. I can see where they're coming from, being hurt. I know Jamie said her reaction, her reason for changing the line is that she felt Kobayashi was much more of a react, of an active person more than a reactive person. I do feel like there are other lines that could have been used because especially in American lexicon in this day and age, that is a, a, a term, I'm not into men, I'm not into women, that is thrown around to basically no homo, to get around no homo in a lot of American media and while this is anime it's still you still have people who watch things like back in the day like Glee, like The Walking Dead you're still going to have the same socio uh, the socio-political asa- associations with that we're not however I do think some people got really up in arms super fast and they use this as an argument to be like well fuck all English dubs
1: well, to be fair, they they already had an axe to grind in that, and they were just
2: looking for. Here's a the thing. They help. Here's the thing. Yeah, we we are very critical of dubs, and there are things that are good and bad in each and every individual dub. When you have a liberal change like this, or like kind of some of the things we mentioned in our interviews with Monster Girls episodes, this will be like that instant moment where everybody who's already like fuck dubs. Takes this second to be like, oh great, now we got proof that doves suck. Ha ha, look at this liberal translation. How dare and they, to, fuckers?
0: And I, and I don't mean to interrupt Andrew for a second. For those of you who have not watched um, Interview with Monster Girls or haven't watched the episode and are watching this, there is a line in an episode with Interview in Monster Girls which um, in which the character of Hikari is... Calling out some bullies about their treatment of another character, and those girl, the bully girls say back to her, "What are you, some social justice warrior?"
2: That's right. This conversation is a two-parter, motherfucker. Let's do this.
0: <laughs> for those of you who have watched *Interview with Monster*, girl, thank you for being a loyal viewer, is.
2: and please continue to tell me about how Doolahan Chan needs to be coddled and told that she is a good girl. <laughs> Anyways. We- Basically, I'll, I'll say this, though. I, I do feel that, like, well, here's the thing. L- changes can be good. I don't agree that everything should be one-to-one liberal change. One-to-one change. That it shouldn't just be stick to the script. Stick to the script. The script no, is no, not completely gold. And if things were always going to stay the same, then the line, what are you... Did you have an ex-girlfriend or something? Wouldn't have been changed to, Did you have a lover? And that was a good example of this kind of change. But I'll say, this, I think... This show isn't, like, completely sucking your face Yuri like Sakura Trick is, but it's also a little more lax about it being, like, Yuri Undertone. Uh, It's It's not completely... It, it, I feel like the character of Kobayashi didn't really judge or really mind it. And it's kind of, in this moment, it seems conflicting. Literally just to have her in the first episode being no homo. Instead of just being like, wait, what's going on here now? This is weird. To basically just being like, ah, nah.
3: And no. I mean... <clears throat> Sorry, I, um... That brings up something I kind of thought about, you know, the, uh, the we're both girls thing is kind of a major trope in Yuri. (laughs) And, um, you know, by, by sidestepping it this way, it kind of- You create
2: a new problem!
3: It kind of puts Toru into a completely different lesbian trope, which is probably, you know, slightly more toxic. The, yep. uh, yeah the predatory lesbian
2: it's like yeah and that's... I understand the method of trying to get rid of one cliche but in trying to get rid of one cliche you actually change some of the context of the series which is a bit of a big thing mm.
0: and it's actually one of the problems I had with the first episode's tone compared to the Japanese I... Is that uh, I feel like the tone, the tone of Toru in the first episode, before you realize that she just gets really jealous of Kobayashi, she comes off as ten times more aggressive in English. What? In the beginning episode, one of the lines that I had a re- actually had a really big problem with is um, when Kobayashi and her coworker go out to drink and they introduce her- him to Toru, and Toru goes, "I'm her live-in maid." her aggressive live-in maid or no her violent live-in maid and it like felt like they were adding something to there to make toru come off as more aggressive towards this person even though she's just mostly she's she is aggressive but it came off as a little bit more aggressive
1: well when you say aggressive you keep
2: in mind By it's way, not the we should probably sexu- take this moment we should probably take this moment to say we have more problems than just this one line
1: Yeah. Yeah, it it dips into the entire scripting scenario because if that that was that one line, we wouldn't have much to talk about, but when it's sort of layered in throughout the entire tone of the episodes we've seen so far, which, by the way, we've seen up to episode four because that just came out last night.
2: It's like... if if I... I feel the tone in those other episodes is actually better, but pretending that doesn't happen or that wasn't a thing that happened... Is it going to solve the problem by just ignoring it? And acknowledging and critiquing it is how we do this. Well, if I
0: could. Yeah, and. Yeah, go ahead, Noah, because you really haven't said much about this at all.
1: <laughs> you guys have good points to bring up here, and it's probably re- what you guys have said, it's probably what a lot of people who have seen the show in dub are already thinking. I'm coming at this from a bit of a different perspective, because I'm a mythology buff, and someone who's watched. Uh, who was recently watching a series from. Uh, ten years ago, specifically to kind of compare the the evolution of the Yuri trope. So, hopefully, I can bring something that, sl- that slightly explains the change a little bit more here. First of all, the change of that line about uh, changing it from "but we're girls." That's a kind of line that usually is spoken by a softer. Uh, meeker character in a show Uh, specifically there's an episode there's a show called angelic layer which is a series that bones it a while ago where the lead character moves to a new town is like a domestic goddess and has a couple of girls who say I want you to be my wife in a kind of a jokey manner and the girl's response is but we're, we're girls in that kind of tone there that's kind of the tone that was in the original japanese for kobayashi the problem is that kobayashi herself she is not the sweet meeker girl she is the um uh, give me some help she's, she's the mom stoke. she's not even that she's like well i, she, I call her the she's the
0: businesswoman. hardcore worker hardcore drunk she's an ol she's an she is what they call in japan an office lady a yes. 20-something who isn't married, living on her own, working a business job? Mm-hmm. She's an OL.
1: She likes okay, drinking so beer. That She's th- she even mentions in the first episode uh, the guy, the men in the office think of her as just what? one of the guys. So to have her to change that line in English makes sense because it's not going to sound the same when someone with that more stoic voice says it in English as opposed to in usual Yuri tropes where it's spoken by someone who's got kind of a, a quiver, younger voice to her instead.
0: But again, you kind of, I, I, and I agree with that point because it works more for her character. It's just, you're taking it now from, because remember, now you're taking away, the English adaptation is taking you kind of away from the Japanese presentation of the show. Because I don't know how many people in Japan speak English like we do. You're now presenting it to an American audience who does have the ability to go back and very quickly look at both tracks. And there is a different perception of the LGBT community in America, especially with their writing and their media, especially in the U.S. where LGBT representation on TV is still considered a very, very big deal. Like, it's 2017 and we're still fucking debating this. However... I can see where both sides are coming from, and if they didn't put the change through on the DVD, I don't know how I'm gonna feel because I, am myself, am a gay woman. I can see where the intent was going to. I don't think the execution 100% landed, and that's what I feel a lot about the direction of the show as well. I can see a lot of things that go into it really, really well, however... This isn't a dub, at this point at least, that I feel like Kyle Phillips as a director is really elevating it. Mm. And especially, and to be fair, this is a very, very weak season for anime. So, I think that there have been other dubs that have come out that are a little bit better. I have not personally seen Sekirei, even though it's on my shelf.
1: <laughs> oh boy! But
0: I and I haven't watched Agashi Kashi, because it's not my jam. But I have watched Dance with Devils and I have watched Azetta: The Last Witches Dub.
1: Let me tell you, both of
0: s- them, both of them. Honestly, I know of all things Noah, you weren't on the Azetta episode, but P- Roots and uh, Andrew were, and you were on Dance with Devils. I thought Kyle Phillips. I, I think Kyle Phillips is doing good. He hasn't done something yet that I would say is like. I'm,
2: ga- I'm gonna say this is a much stronger dub than Izetta the Last Witch. Izetta's was oh a yeah, very yeah. This is much better.
0: This is by far his. I would say arguably his best dub that he's done. I know.
2: I, I, I agree, I, I, I'm not sure if I'd say it's his best or not, I don't remember any others to really compare it, but I will say, mm. I'll say this though, well, just you, before, you watched I've seen Nagashikashi, that one was an in- interesting dub, I actually had some points about liking the main actress, while well, I know some of my other co-stars in that episode did not like her as well, but it's very subjective, all that. I'll say I like the actors and the direction for various characters and the script in and of itself. For the most part, it's it's passable, but when it gets to, like, the liberties that are taken... I mentioned in Interview with Monster Girls, liberties are fine if the context works. And I feel like a lot of the things that are added or changed in translation... Don't quite make sense for the context. And it's weird. And I'd like to play a little brief game, which you all know the answer to already, but for our viewers at home, let's play a game. Which of the following phrases was in the original subtrack as well as the dub track? Was it A, dragon racist, B, dragon PTSD? C, cuckold, or D, slut shame?
0: Ooh,
1: ooh, I, I know the answer. The answer is none of the above.
2: The answer is C. The phrase cuckold is said both sub and dub. Because I remember that was a... I, Megan, you were watching like...
0: I actually texted Andrew and be like, did she did this little girl actually just say cuckold? Yeah,
2: you were like dumbfounded and it's like that that actually was a thing in the sub.
0: Because you that know. is not a word I I know it's an actual word, but the only place <laughs> I actually seen cuckold being used is on like Twitch chat.
2: Speaking of which I will say Daisuke Ono is going to be in a show in the coming seasons called Netso so trap Netzo trap And I love how the first thing they decide to advertise for that show is, Hey, Daisuke Ono's in it. You like Yuri! God damn and you guys. like NTR! What do you think of what you think Yuri and NTR? Jotaro fucking Kujo. And I promise this will be relevant later. Anyways, back to my point at hand.
0: To be fair, I to be a fair. I have
2: bleach I need to use right now. Okay, it's I like know it. we're spending a long time anyway. on the segment, but these things Ow. need to be said.
0: The, yeah. drag, okay, like, there is one other thing that we need to be said because a lot of people who are like dubs all suck are probably the people who use fan subs. And even when you watch something translated legally, you're still relying on an adaptive person. We don't know. Unless you fluently speak Japanese, I I trust the fucking subtitle people. And I have to bring up this video. I cannot say his name. Andrew Pro Hell. ProZD.
2: Though I think it's,
0: it's also Sung, sung Wong. It is a video is about. Name. Okay, it. Oh, I'm sorry, what's his I think name? I it's
2: Sungwon.
0: Yeah. So, and it's a video about official subs versus fan subs, and it goes as the following Official subs, screw you, Sasuke! I'm sick of your attitude! You are my friend, and nothing will change that, you idiot! Fan subs, fuck you, Sasuke! Or a.
2: note, or Continue.
0: Sick of your fucking attitude. You are my nakama. That's a
2: word that means your closest friend, like in One Piece. And there is really no, there really, there really is no English equivalent to how powerful that word is. So we have decided to keep it as nakama.
0: And nothing will fucking change that, you fucking bitch. Mm -hmm. So that being said, moving on.
2: Anyways, uh, back to the thing I I said Uh, about the context. (laughs) The context of her being like, stop slut-shaming me, somehow made less sense given the changes they've made to Kobayashi in the dub. Because the first episode, she's like, no homo, basically. And then, like, of course, it kind of contradicts itself when she starts holding her hand and being more open to her being around and it's totally cool. But then when she's being like, hey... Stop being with Lady Toru. It's like, hey, quit slut-shaving me. It's like, did, did you actually use the phrase... What is Luke was, like, next episode, and that, that that was also a change, actually. That one wasn't terrible, but uh, just... Yeah. The, the phrasing is weird, and... I think the dub, it, the cast itself is good, and I think the dub itself is mostly, like, the script itself is mostly fine and passable, and I don't agree yeah, that every... Yeah, I mean,
0: ch- it's not a bad dub, it's not a horrible script. Well... But some of the
2: changes, just <laughs> even for the show... Okay, so
0: mostly not horrible script. Even scripts.
2: for the show, there's some really questionable decisions about, phrase- about certain phrases that are used, like... PT, like PTSD, or I'm no racist, but. I mean, you want to talk a liberal script. This is literally a liberal script.
0: If- In a scale of one to ghost stories, how liberal is your script? Oh. Ghost stories was anything, anything you but sillies. fucking. <laughs> go back to class. <laughs> Drop the Krispy Kreme, Serpico! Okay, anyways. You
1: know, you know what I hear? Guys, you know what I hear? What? I hear the sound of you shutting the fuck up. Ah, fuck, I walked into that <laughs> one. God damn it. <laughs>
0: Sorry. Sorry. Fuck. Anyway, I think that wraps think up that director and script writer. We very
2: much <laughs> respect Kyle Phillips, Jamie Markey, as well as the writing, directing, and dubbing process of anime. And we have criticisms and things that need to be said and addressed. But we also want to say that if you're using this one dub because it is a imperfect dub... As your cornerstone for being like, this is why Dubs suck, I watch my shit illegally, and all these fucking English voice actors need to fucking die. You need to shut the fuck up yourself and let us do our job so you can sit in your fucking corner acting all high and mighty and let us be the people to talk for you instead of you being all high and mighty about your fucking fan Down. subs, okay?
0: I Whew. forgot, Andrew is the weeb. Andrew is the uh anti-weeb dragon. Too long, we, we you know what? You
2: know what? This has Roll been a long one babies. coming, everybody. <laughs> I think we need to take a moment. We need to take our bearings. We set our peace,
0: I need to eat a human. Let's have
2: a little fun tonight because you know what we're talking about. We're talking about a Kyoto anime for coma Yuri esque.
0: Comedy I just realized show. this actually might be the first Kyo Annie show we've actually it officially covered. It might be, and you know what? Since <laughs> we are talking about, I actually think it, it is. Actually,
2: might be. This is the first time we're talking about a Kyo Annie dub on here. Holy well, fuck! Well,
1: uh, holy ca- no, no, this is not actually because you know the very first episode of Dub Talk that got this whole thing started. Oh, the first one well, was, that was free the
0: podcast. It was technically free. Yeah, technically it's free. That's before. It's That's before okay, this is the first one in this the, is the first podcast, podcast It still and, count as episode say, one. Okay. So. okay. Noah, do I need to remind you of Nagisa riding the killer whale? Okay, okay.
2: okay. You know what? Uh, Since we're talking I'm about QA right now, I can take this second to do something. <clears throat> do you like well animated comedy? But you don't-
0: No, you're not whoring out Kyoto Annie. No, you're no, no. moving on. Down I'm not Kyo- Down boy. whoring out
2: Kyoto Anime. I'm whoring out one
0: specific <laughs> no, Kyoto anime. Andrew, do you want to go back in the dungeon? Watch Joe, fucker! I will take the dungeon for as long as I can as I spread the gospel of Joe.
1: <laughs> that show's never getting a dub.
2: Roots? Okay.
1: Roots. I'm back in my Roots. dungeon.
2: I'm putting the shackles Roots. on. Let's move on.
0: Do I need to get Gigi? Oh god, no, no,
1: no, 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 no.
0: Okay, here's the thing. Roots, out of all my dragon children, you're my favorite. Aw, uh, I thought I Thank was the favorite. Thank you. You're not making me want to mur- he's not making me want to murder one of you right I'm now. I'm the
2: problematic fave. It's okay, I get it. I,
0: I, I didn't do anything wrong. What, what did I do? Fine, Noah's- Noah's exempt too. Andrew, guess what your punishment is? What is
2: my punishment?
0: This is Derek. He's a human taser.
2: Oh, God. Oh, the lore of the four kids by Hero Academia dub keeps growing.
0: And this is their teacher. His name is Sleepy Sean. <sighs> he
2: doesn't even look like a Sean. He looks like a Mitch.
0: But his name doesn't start with an M. It starts with an S.
2: All right. We're talking about a lot of dragons tonight.
0: All right, so I I am the host calm your titties. My
2: titties are calm and D.
0: So first up we are going to talk about not two dragons, but in fact two humans. Yay. Their names are Takia, who are who Takia is the other maid otaku who happens to work with Miss Kobayashi and what you when you get them drunk much like me and Gigi instead of screaming about jojos we sing it, we scream about maids
2: i wonder if like he gets his if his like flustered drunk face is just the swirly glasses or if he just comes equipped with swirly glasses and buck teeth
0: no that i don't know but he sober's out pretty fucking quick
2: good on him though
0: and the other human we are talking about is psychoa a <laughs> little maybe baby lesbian who goes to school with the dragon Kana who tends to run her mouth a little too much and gets them into trouble I have the
2: perfect summary for Saikawa as a character <clears throat> yes when I'm staring at a girl and she thinks I'm hating but really I'm just gay <clears throat>
0: Ah, uh, tiny baby lesbians with a shiny <laughs> forehead. With a shiny, yeah, her forehead—you yeah. could like reflect light off it and burn a bunch you could, of ants. Could, we have not
2: you seen a forehead cook, like the
1: You could cook eggs on that. A, we have not seen a forehead like this since Pony Pony Dash. I
0: was gonna say, Saitama would like to have a word with you. Anyways,
2: did any of us have-
0: Speaking of that, I have to bring this up before this. Has anybody else seen the picture online of Yamcha stopping Saitama? Yeah,
2: what the fuck? Yamcha is a good martial artist that could rival Hercule Satan. Not go toe-to-toe with Satan. The actual Satan.
0: Anyway, so predictions for either Saikawa or Takia. My predictions for psychoa uh, were Sarah Wheatenhof, Laura Woodhall, or Allison Victorin, mostly because cute little girl voice. I would have
1: loved Allison Victorin in that role. Um, I. And then oh, my sorry, continue.
0: Oh, go ahead. Uh, I was... And then my predictions for Takia were the main one was Jerry Jewel because I thought Jerry Jewel was directing and he accidentally cast himself as the nice guy all the time.
2: Hmm. Okay.
0: And then my other ones, my other big one was Josh Grilley because I wanted to see Josh Grilley get drunk. Okay. <laughs> uh,
2: I had one for Sa... Sock- How do you say it? Saakie? Uh, Saikawa. Uh, Saikawa. Saikawa. Uh, I had one for Saikawa and it was uh, Alexis Tipton and I had two for uh, Takia, and that was Austin Tyndall and Clifford Chapin.
0: Good God, Austin Tindall! that would have been fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, has he ever done a role where he's Root?
1: been inebriated before, or yes, mostly he's been nerd before? Akka.
2: Yes. Go watch Aka because he's drunk in that. Go,
0: I... I need to actually watch Aka. I've been told it's a good Go show. Watch okay, it.
3: Will so it so be covered on the show? The comic
1: Stay tuned to find out. Aw, oh, roots, roots, you and me both, man. We're we're gonna be waiting. Roots, I that, will. Roots, that long. Roots, are wait. you
0: looking? Question. Roots, are you looking forward to meeting that man in Anime Boston? Uh, what man? Uh, oh wait, no, the guy who directs Akka is gonna be at Anime oh, Boston. Oh,
3: yeah, yeah, ooh,
2: that's hype. Oh, Natsume Shingo also directed One Punch Man and Space Dandy. That's a fun time. Yes! Anyways, uh, anyway, who, who, who else uh, do
0: we
3: have?
0: Roots, did you have any predictions? Uh, yeah,
3: I did. For, uh, Saikawa, I had Laura Woodhull, cause, you know... Finding actresses to play little girls is kind of hard. And uh, for Takia, I had Christopher Bevins.
0: That would also would have been really good. Because <clears> um,
3: you know he he sounds really professional, and you know it. I don't know if I've ever heard him play a disheveled drunk. So,
1: so he, could, he probably not, has. Could... We've heard him play disheveled stoner. Most likely, he could pull off both sides of that of that character.
3: Oh, and then there's also the geeking out.
1: Alright. Yeah. Oh, wait, yo, I. Spe- we get to episode seven.
2: All of the geeking out. Speaking of animation geeks, Fun. Noah, who did you predict?
0: I predict. Thank you for doing my job again, Thank Andrew. you, I Segway. am back to your segue.
1: I, I segue into your greatest actors that Funimation has put out, or at least uh, the ones that I want to meet in person takia i put down for uh, in the same lines of guy who sounds professional when he's put in serious walls, but then gets to be crazy sunny straight mm. and then for
0: actually i can see that working really yeah, well he, i mean i
1: i know that there's no uh there's well actually there's a lot of animal sidekicks in this show technically he usually puts himself in that role but since the sidekick character is actually the human in this one Sure, let's put Sonny in that role instead. And then for- Where
0: does Jerry from Brocon fall into this?
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> he's a little no, bit of bull. That...
0: Or do you drink to forget Brocon?
1: No, no, I, actually, I'm just waiting for the day that Sister Khan finally gets greenlit. But in the meantime- Do you
0: want to fuck your sister? That,
1: for now, Saikawa, my guess for this one, was- um, And we just got to hear who it actually was today. But for the longest time, I was- pr- praying to god or whichever god is uh taking my calls right now that it would be monica real as, all right and, so my with said, that being, who wouldn't s- want let's see who wouldn't cast her as lesbian fangirl dot dot dot
2: i'm sure that's probably one of the 500 characters she has on standby
0: yep so anyway playing takia is jeff johnson and playing Psychoa is Sarah Ragsdale. To go over Jeff Johnson first, he is Moses in Attack on Titan, Kakao in DB in Dragon Ball Z: The Tree of Might, Diego Montes in Gangsta, and he is Tomoyaki Tachi in Initial D: The Fourth Stage. Oh shit,
2: uh, DBZ Tree of Might. So this isn't. So this isn't a new guy. This is a guy that's been around the block for a while, but has not really gotten a lot of named roles. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah.
0: And for Psychoa, she plays Saya Endo in Kashi, Urara in Arashi Scarlet Ammo AA, Reina in Puzzles and Dragons X, and a Reina Iken- Noah in Red Data Girl. Oh,
3: did you? Uh, How do we? Did you see- mention it with Sarah Ragsdale? Yes. Oh, yeah.
0: I said Sarah Ragsdale. How do we feel about Jeff and Sarah in this? I will say this. Sarah almost stole the show, the entire show, Mm. last night as Cyclops.
2: We haven't got it. I haven't got a chance to talk about Sarah Ragsdale on this podcast since I did the Dagashikashi episode many moons (laughs) ago. I mentioned, like, how much I like Saya.
0: Back when you were a young... Less corrupted by four kids, My Hero Academia. Oh, I, oh, I'm I'm
2: very corrupted. I'm just used to the bullshit now. Anyways, Sarah Ragsdale is an actress I really I really liked in Dagashikashi. and I think she's spectacular as the little angry lesbian child. And she is such a sassy little. Oh, are you gonna cry home to mommy, you big baby? <laughs> just, I'm like, oh,
1: just, per- hearing, well, just hearing her call an older kid a mama's boy <laughs> It's like, oh, man, I, I don't know if I want to smack her I or I want to know who
0: played those guys. I, I want to know who played that group of people. Yeah, the Because they were pretty good for little one off characters.
1: Yeah, Funimation, if you could give us the full cast list, that would be I'm awesome. Sure, we just really ask Kyle Phillips.
2: It. Though I do know in – we're not going to talk about them. Some There was uh, – Jeremy Lee and Dave Trosco were uh, ensemble casts in Episode 3. mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, really? That was – That was Jeremy Lee. Huh. Yep. And Thank da- you for asking
1: uh, that on Twitter.
2: Okay. Anyways, um – as for Takia, since we could sing our praises to Sarah Ragsdale, um, he I I was like he he did I figured he had to deliver on the otaku nerd if he was to sound that stiff and monotone. Thankfully, he delivered.
3: I would have a it, beer with Jeff Johnson's Takia.
0: Yeah, really, I kind of would too now, Honestly, now, now Roots,
1: do you believe that the um, Do you believe that the uh, gothic lolita Style uh, is conflated Or is it uh, something that should Be celebrated in this culture
3: I'm eh, more of a traditional guy myself
2: I didn't <laughs> even think It was gothic oh lolita I just like, oh, that you are just A weird little designed Fancy dragon child Well, actually,
1: that's a tribal
2: outfit Oh yeah, tri- they said Goth lolita with a tribal style yeah. Anyways,
1: but Kyoani loves to do, that, loves to point out their own tropes and pray that we don't get tired of it. They've been doing this since 2000.
2: Oh, don't worry. The anime industry itself is wearing those tropes out faster than Kyoani can actually animate good things. But up, up, but up, but Hey, Jinx.
0: But no, I really do think that T- uh, Takia. I know that he gets a little bit more time in episode seven. You guys said, right? Uh,
2: Takia. Yeah. and somebody else will mention.
0: Yeah, so I'm kind of more looking for that, but I will say he does a really good job in the first few episodes, especially when uh, in episode one where he's like, yeah, I didn't see shit. <laughs> yeah, it's just... About, you know, because Toru just turns into a fucking dragon in front of him and he takes it like, like a champ. You know what?
2: This isn't one of my Japanese animes. I'm gonna go home and watch Putty Putty Princess. It's... <laughs>
0: No, he's not the uh, lead from Love Stage or peta Oh God. Anyways. That's what he's gonna go- That's what he's gonna grow into. Anyways, it? I'll <laughs> say this. <laughs> That's what they're gonna. Basically,
2: Takia and Kobayashi are pretty much the definitive of the otaku culture in modern Japan, in that everybody works, and the only thing they really do is their hobbies, and drink, and get
0: drunk doing
2: it. That's Maybe. kind
0: of. Hey, just like us. Yay. Yay. <laughs> I just got off of 10 well, the only of difference office, is
2: that one of us did the one thing that all of Japan wishes they could do and reproduced the children.
1: I don't know. I, I, yeah, I know that you had to go there, didn't you? No, that's something that the Japanese push on the on their society. I don't know if that's something that's like the average citizen wants to do so much. Like, there's got to be. It's a not cult, something the average citizen. It's something that's
2: like, please, fuck, and it's like, no, the body <laughs> pillows, though.
1: I, I have the same. I had this weird thought but, while watching. But but
0: she ughooz at me. But she oogooed at me. <laughs> have you please tell me everybody seen the video of the Mac Air bar that goes like coffee? Oni-chan, u-goo, Coffee. coffee. And like the last one, it just starts doing fucking Evanescence. Wake me up. Wake me up. <laughs> okay,
1: I need to buy that. Okay, now.
0: okay. who hasn't <laughs> gone? Who hasn't shared
2: their thoughts yet?
0: I think everybody did.
2: No, no. Sarah Ainsdale, we really like you. I like you a lot. I want you to be in more things so we can.
0: Andrew, put it in your pants. I'm not even. I'm saying I like (laughs) the actress.
3: (sighs) She stole episode. Okay. And ran with it.
0: Yeah. Grant, hello. We'd like to report a robbery in Flower Mound, Texas. Yeah. What happened? This Sarah Ragsdale bitch took our episode. Uh.
1: <laughs> you, you said that she
3: So om- we'll
0: put it down for petty theft?
3: <laughs> Breaking, police che- uh, Breaking. Police chasing
2: Dallas. Alright. It's time to put this segment on the rags and move on.
0: Boo! Boo, Boo this man!
2: Oh Ruff. god, that was terrible Boo. of me.
0: Anyway, speaking of things that are terrible, you know, it's terrible fucking your own brother and getting kicked out of Goddom. So let's talk about Lukawa and Fat Man. Uh. <laughs> uh.
1: Okay,
2: that was That was a. That's actually a thing that happened, didn't it? <laughs> Yes, it is. It's funny because. Lukawa, it
0: aka. <laughs> it's funny because it's true. Look at the gods Luka-
2: never keep it in their pants. <laughs>
1: Ask Zeus. I, I was gonna say Greek mythology, Norse mythology, Egyptian College. mythology. Th- there are some flawed
0: deities out there. Follow the flowchart. Did it get fucked? Was it Zeus? It was Zeus. <laughs> Zeus, man, insane. Let's is talk the about best. black. Bu-
2: I mean, Fafner. <laughs> yes, Fafner.
0: Let's talk about Sebastian Michaelis. I mean, uh. Fafnir also, dice game oh, no, cats- That
2: was relevant.
0: Let me shut up and do my job, goddamn you! Sorry. How's that
1: dungeon, Andrew?
0: It's very warm. Excellent. I'm gonna get Gigi to come in and put the ball gag on you, and then we're gonna clockwork orange you to the traumatical murder Yay! game. All of the HC. Welcome to the club. Including club the nipple licking lion.
2: That viewer discretion thing at the beginning was not for show. <laughs>
0: I'm dead serious. I will send him porn. You
1: you wouldn't think that in the cute dragon episode that we'd have to actually go there, but we found a
2: way.
0: Andrew? We went
2: from serious political discussion to no nipple gags.
0: (laughs) Andrew? (laughs) Yes? Andrew, do you know about the threat we call gift wrapping?
2: I'm really concerned what that is now.
0: Oh! Next time you misbehave, you're taking the team down with you.
1: Andrew, for the love of God, just do the episode. Follow the script, man. Just follow the script.
2: So, don't. Just, dear just beloved don't. boss Megan, please introduce... Uh...
0: Sucking my dick is not helping you earn brownie oh, points. Oh, oh, and... oh, oh, oh,
2: Okay, come on, move on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 having a birthday that fell on the uh, same day as an internationally celebrated holiday uh, yeah. like christmas has always made things quite odd okay. and having different traditions from various countries made it peculiar at least to those who wanted to celebrate okay. so speaking of celebration luca aka catsawaddle is a well-endowed dragon who got kicked out of being a god in Fafir is a Dark Souls playing Black Butler joke. Your predictions, gentlemen. I can't
2: believe you actually
0: pronounced that. I was impressed, too. What? Quet- Quetzalcoatl?
1: Quetzal-waddle. I did not know I'm how to pronounce that! And you just Quetzalcoatl. did it!
0: That's not that hard to pronounce. There is literally a Digimon called Quetzalcoatlmon. It is an armor evolution of Dwarmon. Don't ask me how and I And
2: this that. is why you're in you charge. Okay, um, for Lukawa, I had two predictions, and for Fafnir, I had three. For, for Lu-
0: Okay, I will admit that one of my Fafnir predictions is just Tatum because it's yeah. a Daisuke Ono Yeah,
1: let's pick the poll here. How many of us fine people put Tatum in the Daisuke Ono roll? Not me, but did you guys? Um. Nope.
0: I did uh, some cheap piece oh, well. of shit. Oh, I, I think I,
1: it's because at this point it's such a cliche. It is such a cliche that if dice, if there is a black butler glasses wearing Daisuke Ono anime character, that Tatum will be casting that, and we thought, you know what? We are better than that.
2: I had three. I, I had three other predictions for Fafnir. Uh, I had because Daisuke Ono, Christopher Sabat, uh, Robert McCollum, and one interesting choice because I really would have liked to seen this. Chris Rager.
0: Oh. I'm sorry, the fuck? Chris? No, no. Okay. I, yeah, the I can the see principal.
2: It. The yes, principal see- from Assassination Classroom was probably one of the most mind blowing things to realize <laughs> that Hercule Satan could do that tone of voice convincingly well. Mm-hmm. Did
0: Hercule Satan make you cream of jeans?
2: No, I was just very impressed. Oh, God, I do not want that principal anywhere near me. It turned his...
0: Come here, little boy. I must teach you the world's education through caste system. Oh, he's
2: fucking those students really hard in that way. Anyway, speaking of fucking, for Lukua, I had Elizabeth Maxwell and Morgan Garrett.
0: Dear Jesus... Okay, I had one of... I think it was our our friend and fan, Ari, who's like, can somebody please just draw Luca on a Mega Milk shirt? I'm surprised
2: <laughs> that doesn't exist already. Anyways, Elizabeth Maxwell and Morky Garrett have both played very well-endowed characters that are very cute and seductive, and I thought they'd fit the role. For Fafnir, Chris Sabat has played Daisuke Ono roles. Robert McCollum has also played Daisuke Ono, and I just explained about Chris Rager. Much
0: to Noah's Much anger. Much to Noah's
2: dismay, but that's for another time. Noah.
1: No, no, actually, no. I'm going to piggyback off of that. So, as these two have mentioned, Robert McCollum is someone who... Oh, my had God! Had I can't won- believe
0: you went for that.
1: One role he did that I didn't like and now these people will never let me rest for it and as retribution for that I also put Robert McCullum as my guest for Fafnir because this is the kind of role that he would be more made for the kind of droll worn down upon person whose deadpan is the comedy of the episode it didn't work in Barakamon but in this show, I thought, no, no, this is where it would work out really well.
2: You said made
1: get... for. Uh, shut up! Uh, shut,
0: shut, shut up! <laughs> you know, every actually, time I've tra- what? I every time i you know what? I actually didn't like that. Y'all are getting punished. <laughs> you know,
1: every time I've tried to transcribe the words "dragon made" into <laughs> Twitter using my text type, it it always types it out as "dragon M-A-D-E. and I have to go back backspace, 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 back, 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 back. m a i d. Why do you not recognize the phrase Dragon
2: Maid, Siri? Yeah, this show's got it made, all right.
0: Eh, no, I'm not going to punish you. Eh, <laughs> uh, not yet, anyway. Speaking... Anyway, uh, Root, your prediction. Okay, okay,
3: so for Lukawa, I had uh, Natalie Hoover. Mainly, hmm. <clears throat> mainly because, as I was going through my second draft of predictions, because, you know, I... I did this before, you know. Crunchyroll and Funimation even announced this was a thing.
1: <laughs> this guy's uh, a freak, and I love it.
3: Okay, um, it it was basically because of her role in Akiba's Trip.
0: Oh my god, I love that character too. Okay,
2: so basically, if she were to voice Luqua, it would evolve from Sonia, double cup Sonia in Akiba's Trip, to quadruple cup Sonia. In Dragon Maid.
3: Pretty much.
0: Can we please, by the way, talk about the opening of Dragon Maid? Where Luka <laughs> with boobs just... Three Luka? was. Shackle incoherently. All- for, at, like, like at five times speed over a tiny the child. They break the sound
1: barrier, practically. It's not, it's not even incoherent. It is synced up
0: perfectly it's to the It's synced up with the
1: beat! <laughs> <laughs> bon, but bon, no, bon, the bon, little bon, boy's bon, face.
0: Bon. The little kid's face is just like, ah! And then in... Episode four has probably the best scene in Dragon Maid, which is the dodgeball episode,
1: boing, 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 boing.
0: in which the dragons the dragons massacre each other. But before that, they have some humans, and this poor small child gets crushed by Luku with boobs. Um, my predictions for uh, Fafnir I had in giant letters: just spin the fucking boyfriend wheel. Uh, but my main prediction for it actually was Rico Fajardo, because they cast Rico Fajardo as a lot of, like, really deadpan characters, like Yatona and Alfon- not Alfonso. Shit. Lyon, uh, from Garo. <laughs> wow, those are two completely different characters. You can tell I've worked a ten-hour shift today. Set things on fire! Oh, and-, and my Ketzel-
3: <clears throat> Oh, things um, on
2: fire is Toru's job.
3: My, uh, my Fafner was, uh, Chris Sabat, basically, because, you know- Daisuke Ono rolls are
0: hard. <laughs> Daisuke Ono rolls are hysterical, and... They always lead to some interesting ga- results. I swear to Jesus that if he- if Funimation, by some grace of God, gets Kuroko's basketball, okay. and his character isn't fucking Tatum, I'm actually gonna shank somebody. Because Mitarima has to be... She taken. will. I like,
2: feel the blade sticking to my side already.
0: Like... You don't understand. That character is Tatum the character. Is a he has glasses and everything. Anyway, my Quetzalcoatl predictions were Morgan Berry, because I want to see Morgan Perry play a big girl. <laughs> also, B, I thought it would have just been really funny. And then my other prediction was Jamie Markey. I knew. Because tits.
1: You know that would have been my guess if I was also going the lazy route, but because I didn't go the like
0: I literally couldn't think of anything else. I'm like, <laughs> she's really big boobs. Okay, yeah, shame. And she me. probably and my other thing, my it, other thing was this. I did not know what a lot of these characters were going to be like at the beginning of the show. Oh. I God. thought Casquado was going to be a little foul mouth.
1: Yeah, I kind of agree too. Just based on we thought she was going to be a little more like no. no I
0: thought no she was going to be dragon panty. No, I. It would. She's She's yeah. much more the like
2: big sister type that's got the one son
1: yeah. yes thank you and because of that my prediction for Luqua was none of those predictions that you mentioned it was that I saw the boobs I saw a big sister character and do you want to know the first character that popped into mind when I saw that design who did Mike McFarland I'm going to put you in the dungeon no I thought of a wonderful <laughs> little country called Ukraine which is a character in Hit Oh my god. This character in Italia who is big sisterly, big boobed and voiced by Lydia Mackey. So that's uh. the role I put there. Also, I just want to say that this the character design and the actions is why we need to get Bridget Hoffman over to Funimation more because if this was an LA role, it would have gone to Bridget Hoffman.
2: Oh god, that really would have been great. And- <laughs>
0: Anyway, to go over who plays Lukawa and Fafnir, Lukawa is played by Jamie Markey, and Fafnir is played by Garrett Storms. Jamie Markey, when she's not writing, has played other characters like Rinka Hayama in Assassination Classroom, Renslet Walker in Black Cat, Panty in Panty in Stocking, the Black-Haired Woman in Death Parade, and Lulu and in Kuma Arashi. And then Garrett Storms has played characters like Rem, the Magical Sushi Demon in Tanto Devils, Shizuma Mayazumi in Prince of Stride, Kuraito, Electro Haragi in Seraph of the N, and Kashu Koyomitsu in Token Ranbu Hanamaru.
1: I'm just glad we didn't have a repeat. I'm
0: sorry. I'm, glad we- I'm sorry. Kuraito literally is Electro Killer.
1: Oh, I'm just glad we didn't have a repeat of someone getting the Seraph character screwed up and you breaking the chat for it again.
0: That's because I'm the one who loves.
1: She's the, the one, one driving this train. Except for train. fuck
0: you, Coreto, and oh, your I, stupid I, I, storage. I, fuck you, Coreto, and your stupid storage war container of death. It, it
1: is so no. It's so ingrained in my brain, Megan and Seraph, that when I was uh, sifting through a used DVD store, I saw uh, they had the the limited edition uh, chip art box set of Seraph of the End on sale for like eighty bucks. or and something. And you didn't
0: buy it. That shit closed in the dark. I, that,
1: you're the first I thought of. I thought first I thought in order it was holy crap that's expensive. Two. Megan, three, hey, this stuff glows in the dark. Good. Good <clears throat> shit.
0: Anyway, how do we feel about Lukawa and Fafnir? We'll have to go
1: first. Uh, let's let Roots go mm. first. He's been a little sidelined this episode.
3: <laughs> okay, um, you know, I had picked Natalie Hoover mainly because I had imagined the character to be a bit of an airhead. I'm a little disappointed that's not the route they took.
1: It's a... yeah. yeah. Well, well, actually, she she gets some airhead moments in the fact that she doesn't know how to get how to connect with the show to mage character. Okay, oh, okay. Yeah,
3: that's true. Well, but that's not. Yet. We haven't
0: gotten there yet. Some of us.
1: Okay. Well. Okay. In episode five, I think it is. It's um. She's basically because uh. This show decided that all the dragon characters need to have a human partner basically Um, and we won't spoil who gets paired with who quite yet but Lukawa gets paired with a young mage who comes from a family of mages who is like a prepubescent boy who is pretty terrified of her gigantic jugs and it's the only personality trait that she can get through to this kid who thinks that she is a succubus
2: he's literally running through every single he's running away from every single doujin artist every single one I mean, he could he could
1: hide in those boobs. He is small enough to fit in those. By the way, boobs. his
0: name is actually Sean. I know. Oh right? God! I, like, I didn't wow, even fucking Keo. piece that t- fuck.
1: I I, I I was like, I looked at. I actually have pad. a
0: prediction for him. I actually have a prediction for him. Don't I we... predict that he will be played by Terry Doty, um, because Terry Doty plays little boys. <laughs> okay, um, and I had Ryan Reynolds. Correct me if I'm right later. Correct me if I'm wrong later, under lady. Sorry, we talked over
2: you, roots. Uh, continue
3: and uh as for Fafner, um you know garrett storms does a really good job as like the disinterested kind of uh... <laughs>
1: it's you would think that a dra- dark Souls a mythological Boyd. creature coming into our dimension would have better things to do than become a video game otaku no he does not
0: <laughs> okay Here's how long it took me to get sold on Garrett Storm's as Fafnir. Hey, Fafnir, what should I do? Kill them!
2: That, yeah.
1: That was his first line. Yeah, yeah exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, he nailed it. And here's the thing we here at Dub Talk have been kind of hard on Garrett Storm since we learned who he was. What was that thing you like to say? The human Garmin. Hey, Noah. You remember Dance with Devils, kind of, right? You were there for that shit. Actually, I wasn't. That, I... Wait, what? No, I... Oh, that was Jamal we tortured that you... night. And You're getting your victims Well, it wasn't really torturing up. Sneebs. I'm sorry, it's a long, hard life being a horrible human being. No, I'm
1: kidding. Um... Wow, way to... Wait uh... a. <laughs> you have a victim list a mile long. People who haven't even met you yet are being prepped for your torture chamber.
0: Maybe. But, uh, no, uh, but Garrett's come a long way, and I actually did give him an award last year for uh, a performance that I liked, that being uh, Tashu and Token Rambu, but he really did nail Fafnir, like, the second Fafnir spoke.
1: Mm-hmm. Agreed. Now,
0: and as for... Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no,
1: I,
3: I was just agreeing with you. We were all in agreement. I agree.
0: And then, for me, Quetzal. Quaddle is a little bit different, though. She's a little more hit and miss. Is it me, or does Jamie play her very soft-spoken to you, uh, to, to you as yes. well? Yes, yeah. She
1: yeah.
2: bored sounding, honestly. It's uh, okay.
0: It feels like
2: they took the okay. Here's what I think is up going up with Jamie. She took the lore of the character and not the design and presentation of the character is what I think's happening. Well, I
0: don't know if that's mm-hmm. Jamie or if that's Kyle, though. Well,
2: well to be, It because... might be Kyle as well. I'm not saying it's... It, yeah, okay. But I'm saying here that's what I think is happening with right. Lukua. Because it's very different to hear the kind of soft-spoken quietness from such a... I'm actually not going to make a boob joke for this. No, from from such a. Oh shit! I'm really actually trying not to. From
0: a very. Mm,
2: Spoiler <laughs> alert, Andrew! You kind
3: of did. Your uh, back and you're
0: You're uh, just just own it, Andrew. Uh, Go. Oh, a very,
2: very in your face design. A very ditzy, seductive style character. And it's not like Jamie hasn't done that, but when she's played characters that have been more openly sexual, like Sh- like in Shimonetta or like in Panty Stocking, they've been a little more. Oh God, this is. I mean, we don't. They've want to be been a little
0: and cursing everywhere because that's perkier. not Quetzalcoatl's character. Right.
2: Oh God, uh, that's, a, that's. Well, a... you've actually just,
1: just you have stumbled across probably Quetzalcoatl's biggest problem is that. She does not have very much personality. She I sorry to say it, but I, I do think that she's kind of written in the show to just be a pair of tits. It's like I appreciate a lot of the big out of her. I
2: I, I don't so, disagree with you, and it's like I understand while well, yes, thick thighs save lives is a thing, but it's just yeah, I don't know. It's it's. I don't I don't care too much nope. for the character, even if it is a very standout design. But I think that's what happened with the translation is that it's taking the lore of Megan. Help me out here. Uh,
3: Thank you. Squaddle?
2: Of that, and basically, <laughs> kind of taking that more into account than the actual presentation of said character. It, it's it's like Jamie's a great actress. It's just. It doesn't. It sounds weird to hear that pr- pr- presentation and performance from this kind of perky, ditzy, big sister Onei-san style character. To hear it a little more high and mighty and godly. On we, the other we... hand, I think Fafnir get good scrub. Succeeded at getting good and really kind of owns Fafnir. and I'm really, really excited to hear him, especially in episode six, because that's an episode that really impressed me a lot yeah. with this particular character. Right.
1: Because his, um, his. Well, don't character say it's Megan's not she... there yet. No, I, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm um, just. Oh, I'm gonna say, as far as acting goes, uh,. Jeff is going to have to actually not so, Jeff. Yeah, not Jeff. Sorry, Garrett. I'm sorry, Garrett is going to have to maintain that uh, that kill all humans personality, but translate it into something that becomes a lot more domestic, for lack of a better term. And I'll, I'll be very curious to hear that because we don't we haven't heard it yet because we've only heard him uh, speaking in episode three and he has like one line in episode four right before the dodgeball game.
0: <laughs> the greatest thing ever. By the way, apparently the myth of Quaddle was that he was tricked into becoming very drunk, uh, cavorting with his sister, and basically, after and neglecting their religious duties, uh, basically, he's like, Oh shit, I fucked my sister. Build me a stone chest, adorn me in turquoise, and set my bitch ass on fire for the sweet Viking funeral.
3: That would be uh, a brother,
0: pretty bitching I funeral.
2: Can, that would be pretty bitching funeral. <laughs>
0: If I die young, bury me in anime. Lay me down.
2: On a bed of Shodas. On a bed of
0: Shoujo. Shoujo, (laughs) not Shota, you freak. Well, for this
2: character, she, she, okay.
0: Lay me down on a bed of lollies. Sink me in the river at dawn. Play me off. On the words of a love pawn. Oh, we'll get
2: to the lollies later. But... We promise we like... Actually, we're
0: gonna get to the lolly right now. We promise
2: we like Jamie Markey. We do. It, it's the this
0: Yeah, it just ends up being I would that blame this void. more on the... Car-
1: yeah, it...
0: Yeah, I would honestly, though, blame it a little more on the character. Than fair, it. fair, right. fair. Yeah.
1: When you have so little content to work with, aside from just the character design and the dialogue that's... Obviously so little
0: content better. for such great tracks to land. This Try show, not
1: to make that reference, but if, thank you, Megan. If the show... Another...
2: I think we've all said our piece on Fafnir and Q-Lukua. Um, q-, q
0: Andrew, Quet,
2: Quack, Quack.
0: Quack. 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 Quack.
1: Quack. coddle Quat. Quanta... Tull. Quant... Okay. Catsquaddle.
2: Hey, Roots, okay. you say it. Reb... Okay. Cat- po- what I'm trying to say ho- ho- right no, 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 now no, no, no. is sometimes less is more. And this woman needs a whole yeah. lot less.
0: That okay. That fine. I was going to be like, if you were going to segue again, you were going to get a punishment. Okay. But anyway, Roots, uh, you said your piece, your piece too? I did. All right, so speaking on to things that are small and pure, Kana. I'm putting the soap in my
2: uh, mouth the... right now. I cannot approach this with my foul vulgarity that I've been going about this entire performance. I need to be a good role model. I need to be well-educated, well-spoken. I need to present myself well.
0: You need to. You need to have your mouth taste like Ralphie's mouth tasted after he cursed in a Christmas. <laughs>
3: Can somebody please feed this poor dragon baby? Please
2: feed this poor yes. dragon baby. She's eating all the insects,
0: all the crabs. She is too pure for this earth. Please feed the dragon, Kana. Please feed Kana, Kana. Kana, aka Best Girl, aka uh-huh. When am I getting my Kana plushies I and my Kana Nendroids? Uh, I will buy them all. Please no Kana Darumaka, you sick bastard. No,
2: that's what that's what quick 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 Jen. Just call her Jamie. Just call That's what Qui-Gon Jens for. Anyways, Kana. <laughs> Kana, I love her. I just want to Zeta. Call her, Zetta. Call her <laughs> I love Kana. Kana is. Call <laughs> her.
0: Rock, <laughs> Qu- <Quetzal fun> rock. <laughs> Kana so is sorry. this
2: most precious. Oh god, we're all dying. No,
0: don't be sorry. That was beautiful. <laughs> I love you. That's it, Roots. I'm buying you a fucking beer at Watch AV. Watch your language
2: in front of the child.
0: No. <laughs> okay, I can't. She's too precious. I can't. She, was kicked-, Bad Megan. she was kicked out of Dragon I need Heaven. to find... I know, she was kicked out of Dragon Heaven by her shitty parents that's why she was adopted by Kobayashi she was adopted, I, I, but anyway and Ka-
2: it's basically it's like sw- somebody took Sweetness and Lightning and Barakamon and put it in Mythical Dragon Yuri Slice of Life kyo any Goodness and it was the best amount of things I didn't
0: know I needed that I have Raising Kana Zona, yeah. Kana Zona with less Nicolas Cage Anyway, Kana, our pure, sweet, lovely, adorable, precious dragon child. My predictions for Kana were Sarah Wiedenheff, Laura Woodhall, Leah Clark, and Natalie Hoover. Mostly, uh, Sarah Weedenhoff because small, tiny, adorable voice. Laura Woodhall does children. Leah Clark actually does little kids, mm-hmm. and Natalie Hoover because Natalie Hoover is precious.
2: I had three. I also had Laura, uh, Woodhull, and I also had Tia Ballard and Afia Yu, because they can do the, because one has done the little, little boy, little girl voice really well, and Tia Ballard and Afia Yu pretty much own Moe to a science. This is very hard to do in English. Anyways.
1: Yeah.
0: <clears throat> Not everybody can be Kana Hanaza- Kanahana. Hanakana. Fuck you <laughs> Thank you.
1: You were about to say roots. My favorite oh, role
0: uh... of her my favorite role of hers ever will always and forever be Rizay. Chiaki yeah, Nanami I, um...
2: fucking fight me. <clears throat> Anyways, we're not doing this now in front of the little child. Yeah,
0: I Look away, Kana. I look away, Ka- A- look away,
2: hungry dragon child! The wife wars cannot claim someone as young and innocent as you.
0: I'm coming for your balls! anyway
3: root sorry all right um i ended up picking monica real because you know
2: picking <laughs> kids is hard
1: when in doubt monica it
2: out don't you mean re- you gotta reel it out
1: no because I don't, I don't i think
2: you need to reel it in because
1: the last time i made terrible jokes i got blacklisted from yomacon and i don't want that again
0: you weren't blacklisted. You got Yuri, Yuri Lowenthal to notice you. <laughs> but he still wants Crispin Freeman to get out of his bedroom.
1: Go watch Noean, everybody.
0: <laughs> Thank you to all five of you who got Anyways, that joke.
2: Uh, who who else has
1: predictions? all well, four
0: of you, because one of them is Noah.
1: Well, actually, something really sad I, I found out this week is that Aniplex of America took the, uh, the Dura-ra-ra bloopers off of YouTube. No, actually, no, they didn't take them off. No! They privatized what? the videos.
0: No, yes, and
1: I... those monsters! They, I sorry they left one. They left the. No, first...
0: that's a fucking travesty! Yes. I love. Those. I know. I did
1: too. They they left the first one up, like the first volume. Because
0: you're Crispin Freeman and i low... because I'm Crispin Freeman. You're Laurent, though, and I'm in your, somehow in your house again.
1: <laughs> S- salty, salty! Please tell me something. Is the background moving, but the building's not moving at all?
2: <laughs> all right.
0: In medical terms, you got fucking shots. All son. right into
2: that. All right.
0: Bless your heart, you're low Anyway, no. Uh, <laughs> we 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 can now take we uh, we can now take the Kana ear muffs off. Anyway.
1: Uh,
0: uh, Noah, your predictions. Uh,
1: my prediction is that there's going to be a ton of cosplayers coming up that have the Kana horns. Uh, that's basically going to be the new Chi from Chobits. I'm cosplaying
0: all over. Kobayashi. Spoiler alert. I will there
2: hug. I I just just. Just get me a plushie, just a plushie. It could be the dragon form, it could be the child form.
0: I actually specifically want one. Oh, of her she's really pretty, pretty as a dragon too. As fuck. Yeah.
2: Uh, that
0: thing looks floppy. I, I actually as fuck.
1: don't like the. Uh, well, okay, I like the dragon designs in the
2: show, but I don't think they're cute by any means. Hmm.
0: Toru's adorable. at
2: times. We'll talk about it in a second. Anyways, yeah. have we all uh, have, yeah. have we all gone round table?
0: No, because I'm asking no one to convince, We keep interrupting him. I'm sorry. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. I can do this. Lock it up, man.
1: Okay. So when I'm surprised no one else also predicted this, but when it comes to young sidekick characters, supposedly female characters, one actress has played the entire range. She was that kind of character in Dimension W, and she was that kind of character in Michiko and Hatchin on... Total opposite sides of the spectrum. Please welcome, ladies and gentlemen, my prediction, Miss Jade Saxton. Huh.
0: And with that, I can't believe you got that fucking I, right. It was the only one I could th- instantly came to mind. It worked. I cannot believe you got that right. Kana is played by Mrs. Miss Jade, Jade Saxton. She's also played characters such as Eve, Jenna Ward, and Bakano, Nona, and Death Parade. Hana Hachin Morunos and Michiko and Hachin, and Akita Tor- Toso... Oh, God. Fuck. Ah, fudge me.
2: Fudge.
0: Earmuffs. Dear, dear God. Maybe I, I... You know what? Lent starts next week, and I keep thinking, maybe you will give up swearing for Lent. Aww. Then I realized I wouldn't be able to function as a human. Noah, how do
2: you manage to avoid swearing around the child? This is hard.
1: The simple fact of the matter is is that it just turns on naturally. You think to yourself, you got to just change.
0: Oh, no, I'm the worst. Like, they have to tell me to shut the fuck up at Disney World. God damn it! <laughs> ah!
1: Damn, quit fucking swearing. Damn.
0: Shit. <laughs>
1: fuck. Fuck.
0: <laughs> Sp- speak. Anyway, in Akita, in Akita Toshiro in Token Ranbu Hanamaru, which he also directed, Uh, let's just say it right now. She's the best performance in the dub, and I will fight anybody who says otherwise. I was really
2: concerned when I saw Jade Saxton as this character. I was actually really skeptical when I saw that name, Tukana, because I did not think... Because I'd seen her do kind of the whole... I've seen her do cute, but not child cute, and I've seen her do a lot of, like... The distant Sundere type characters, too. So uh, I couldn't picture that <laughs> actress to precious cinnamon rolled Kana. But you, you know what? You know what? I need to give Jade more props because fucking hell, she does. Hi, you ah, did no! it too! <laughs> I'm sorry, child.
1: I'm sorry like a whole generation raised on dub talk that just learns to speak like an adult from. Okay,
0: okay legit Legit I When I was at Yomacon this girl came up was like, oh my god. I love you from anime America I've been watching you since I was a kid I started watching you in middle school and the only thing I could say back was I'm (laughs) sorry
1: You're already brainwashing the masses
0: she kept. I kept running into that girl all weekend. It was kind of hilarious. <laughs> um, and now I I realized because we were talking about Sarah Ragsdale before, I didn't get to tell you guys the Valkyrie Drive mermaid story. Oh God. Story. <sighs> but I will tell it to you after everything. To yeah, I'll tell you after Kana okay. anyway. Uh, but go ahead. Yeah,
1: Kana's a, a, a weird case of um, Jade has to play two different sides of her because when she first shows up, she's mad she she wants her she wants her mrs. Toru lady lady Toru sorry to come back and she hates Kobayashi for it and we kind of thought that this was going to be her persona like this antagonistic persona throughout the whole show I think like by the end of that episode though they even point out she starts cuddling up to miss Kobayashi she's she's turned from tumblr troll to cinnamon roll within the span of one episode. And she stayed that way throughout the rest of the show so far. So Jade's performance, she pulls off that early part, that bitter kid trying to be tough role, but then when she has to be cinnamon roll, oh my God, it is so perfect.
2: I want you to know I actually came really close to like punching the sh- to punching the poopy out of my wall at the <laughs> scene Where she has the pillow and she's trying to get comfortable and she like tugs at Toru's maid outfit and she just uses her lap and puts the pillow on there and she's petting her and
0: it's so
3: cute.
1: I I, I have a theory that Japan is actually... uh, You know how you said that uh, Japan has a problem with people not reproducing enough? I'm thinking this may be, like, them, uh, like, subliminal messaging or, like, doing some social science to try to convince... So it's, like, sweetness and lightning and... Do you want a
0: small child of beautiful and wonder to sit on your lap? Procreate! Procreate! (laughs) Exactly! Fuck! Procreate! Make cream pies!
1: (laughs) Oh, gosh. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh my god. (laughs) Second time tonight. I'm sorry, Kata. We are not. Put the sausage in the (laughs)
0: oven!
2: Megan?
1: Megan.
0: Pet the kitty! Make the clam spray!
1: (laughs) Heavenly Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And please smite thy Megan, thy kingdom. Please take her away and send her to the place where bad girls never come back from. Amen.
0: So you're gonna send me to the cage with Gigi? It's
1: going to, that you guys are going
2: to be the case series. Okay. We, we In the cage with Gigi. Yeah. We need we need to we, the, the the little the little electric <laughs> child has almost finished charging her battery for us I'd to love move that part on. Of her. Just like a vibrator. She, like, it's so cute. It's so cute. Yeah, it's an that's another thing
1: I
0: I, the, Roots, you haven't said a lot on this subject. Are you still vomiting over uh, there? You okay, buddy? I,
3: I kind of blacked out there.
0: <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't think you want to remember uh, that.
2: Okay. Kana. Do you suddenly... Roots, I Roots, want Roots, Roots, to Roots, Roots, hug Roots. and protect After this child. This... And I want her to grow strong and healthy and get three square meals a day and get love that and R support and and chocolate, and not have to rely on eating butterflies every day, and I'm very impressed with Jade Saxton. I think Jamal actually said she sounds very similar to Jeremy Lee in a lot of these high-pitched performances, and I'm very, very impressed with this, and I'm kind of glad that my doubt was proven wrong. Thank you very much, Jade. Oh, God. I just... I just... I I can't hold all these... Why can I not hold Andrew's this dragon child? I want—I want her to be
1: safe. Kyoani has been building up to this for their entire existence. There.
3: Roots, how do you well, feel? you know, kind of riffing off of what Andrew said, I—I I saw the listing and I was kind of worried it would sound a bit too old. But um, it's not quite there, but it's. Not as bad as I thought it would be.
1: Like, like, what would you tweak about it to get it just there?
3: Uh, I, I really don't know because you know, as I said in the predictions, um, getting kids' rules is kind of hard. Hmm. <clears throat> I don't think it... there's much she could do to improve it.
1: I, and I don't want to say it's a, it, she did a bad job because that's not R- what I'm right. saying at all. No, I got. Now, are you. Could it be that you're comparing her performance to the Japanese archetype that is this uh, quiet, adorable little girl role?
3: That. You know what? Yeah, that's probably. That's probably it. It's a very Japanese
2: sounding thing as well. So it's like. I feel like even as good (laughs) as it is, it was always going to sound not quite there as they did it in, like, the Japanese. Which I don't, I don't fault, and I don't fault Jade here. for that. I just fault that as like like the language thing and how Japanese women can go so high pitched. It's almost unbelievable. And to be fair,
0: and even then the,
2: go
1: ahead.
0: And even then, I was gonna say, her Haseyu Maria Na- uh, Naganawa has only been voice acting for about three years, so she's relative. She's actually, I believe, Andrew is the only one she's older, younger than.
1: I huh. every time I see the new newer voice actors and actresses added to list, I keep feeling older and older.
0: She's also she unfortunately was also had to be in Divine Gate.
1: <sighs> well, that that should earn her a medal of honor.
2: Well, we we can't we can't let the baby child see Divine Gate, so we need to move on before mm-hmm. she's exposed to Divine Gate. Mm-hmm.
1: You're doing great, Jade. Keep mm-hmm. it up,
2: and yeah. ple- please help this child grow strong please please send her send her something to eat she, she please let let her have a good diet please
1: they spent $300 on a backpack. There's no more money left for food. How
2: much more can you love your adopted dragon child than buy school supplies for them? More! Okay, okay I'm sorry. I, th- I thought I was done. I need to talk about episode four. <laughs> I need to talk about episode four. I need to talk about <sighs> that scene where it's like she perceives right. that, she, that it, it's a little too much money for them to get that cute little charm she wants and she puts it for- back... On the shelf because she sees that she's upset by that, and then Kobayashi sees that, and then after the day of school, she goes back and she gives her a present and it's the little charm she wanted
0: and I feel myself (laughs) Anyway while Andrew has a meltdown (laughs) over here. You're Um, you're getting
1: heart goo all over the chat, Andrew.
0: He's uguing all yeah, over the chat anyway. I
3: need to shower this heart goo off. Yeah.
0: Uh, so, uh, so uh, Noah, my diagnosis for getting the ugu off you is to throw yourself into Lake Michigan, because the pollution of America and the capitalism corruption will save us, and, and uh, me and our uh, roots thing. Fortunately, we we're gonna have to treat it next month by uh, drowning yourself, uh, covering yourselves in sea bags and throwing yourselves in the Boston my Harbor. Roommate, but...
1: just gonna my roommate is gonna drink. kick or my as ass. I
3: like tomorrow. to call it Saturday. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Damn, your Saturdays are much more interesting than mine. All I do is chase around a sick pussy. Speaking, Speaking of... of. Cat. There's got Speaking of things that chase pussy Let's toru. Let's thank you. I, okay. I
1: I didn't want to make the tasteless joke. Thank you for making it for me. All right.
0: Thank you're fucking talk about welcome. Toru. Now I can swear again. Uh Toru, Toru is the particular dragon maid in Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. She is a bit eccentric, a little bit jealous, but jealousy isn't her best color, and she's <laughs> also got a bit of a past to her that is hinted at is hinted at that she was hurt by humans and she's also a little bit uh growly growly mc growl growl uh so my predictions for toru were bren april because she's adorable and blonde and cute uh because she could be a bit aggressive but not like super like okay she does kind of want to rip people humans paces off sometimes yeah, but... uh i actually had jade saxton here <laughs> it would have fit. I also see had Alexis Alexis Tipton uh, for a lot of the same reasons, and then my dark horse was actually Lauren Allison. Um, being that Lauren Allison's only done one really big role that a lot of people would know her in, and she was really cute, and I think it would have worked for Toru really well because Toru uh, had this kind of voice to it. And that actually was a character named Chess Bell in Seraph of the End.
1: Huh. I'll take your word for it.
0: <laughs> You're watching it eventually. Don't you think you can get out of it? You will learn about later. I think I like
2: realized it. looking at my predictions now, Sorry. I wrote some of these before I actually watched the show as well because I had uh, Felicia Angeal and Jeannie Torado, which I think both actually would have worked pretty good for Toru, but it's definitely different than, I think, the direction they ended up going.
1: Yeah, especially with, um, uh, at least in this season so far, Genie's playing roles that are not quite as spastic as uh, Toru is. Um, the, the timbre would have been right. Well, that's what that's energy, what Kai was mm. last season. Oh, I didn't
0: see that. Oh. yeah. But even then, Numa was kind of her first, okay, no, not really, she plays Yume.
1: Uh, roots. Yeah.
3: Um. For Toru, I had listed down um, Allison Victorin, <clears throat> mainly because you're gonna be surprised for the reason I decided to put her in. But um, mainly because of QT in Space Dandy. <laughs> That's an <And> interesting. Just, <laughs> and okay. And just her sheer ability to throw quits left and right. Like I think she would have had the comedic chops to pull off
2: Toru. Are you talking about the QT where it's like the, the "I want to die" dandy's QT where it's just i
1: e e. I'm thinking the 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 scene in the junkyard where he's where he she it. Starts going crazy over the... It's an old abandoned spaceship. Be still my hard drive, Miss Kobayashi. This is going to be the greatest day
0: ever. (laughs) Every time I hear QT now, I keep thinking it back to the... um... I think it wasn't first love monster where I ruined space Dandy for everybody yes. asking. We are ending
2: the, we are ending <laughs> yes, this right now. QT. We are not no, ruining me- space yes. Dandy for me with first love monster. Do not Again. do not
1: no do not mention QT and the map Nope nope
2: Okay mm-hmm. stop no. stop yourself. Okay, who else has pred- <laughs> who else has predictions? Take this away Let me take this away. Let me take it away, take it away. Okay.
1: Allison Victorian could actually i could hear that very easily and anything to get alison victoria more roles because she definitely needs more starring roles but you know who also who was in barakamon needs more starring roles the person who i put as my voice actress to keep an eye on for 2016 and that was lindsay hale who was miwa in barakamon who had the same level of youthful enthusiasm Tiny bit crazy and just really inter- a really interesting voice to listen to. That I really wanted to be Toru before I knew anything about the show, other than the fact that she was a crazy dragon maid.
0: All right, so that with everyone's predictions. So, who is playing Toru? Is Miss Sarah Weedenhoff. Sarah Weedenhoff has played characters such as Miss Shayla Watch in Blood Blockade Battlefront, Yuki Kusabe in Interview with Monster Girls. Shihoru in Grimgar of Fantasy and Ash, Ruby and Love Live Sunshine, Rina U- and Rina Ura- Urashiba, the oh, main girl wow, from Tokyo ESP. The shit, up. from Tokyo ESP. Um, there was one other one that I saw today that I learned that actually kind of made me laugh a little bit. Seraph of the was, end. Uh, with yes, because it was with um, yeah, she's um i uh i sangu in sarah for the end who is of all things uh she's um carrot storms's secretary <laughs> in that show oh god how do we feel about sarah as Tori? i actually had
2: the most notes down for this one i feel you
0: also we before we go we do need to take a moment of silence Miss Sarah Whedon-Heff is unfortunately suffering in Handshakers right now.
1: <laughs> well, everyone's suffering in Handshakers. Everybody's right now, suffering at Handshake.
0: No, but she acted. No, no, no Monica you all are a... suffering Handshakers by choice. We're in one out. She's got a role in it.
2: Bless you, Sarah Weddington. Bless you.
0: Honestly, and I, I,
2: I watched episode
1: three and I was like, y- you know what? No, wait. I I shouldn't. <laughs> I shouldn't bless like her. This,
2: I shouldn't bless her. She denounces still did God. A good Toru.
1: Miss Kobayashi anyway. is the
2: god. No, to- Toru denounces god. Um, that's a thing, because she's a dragon. I'll say this about Toru, because I think I think some people might feel differently about this. I'll say this. Uh, Toru is very cute. Sarah Wiedenheff does very cute, very well. But, I feel Toru... And Weeden Heff's portrayal of this particular role is more than just cute. I think she's actually got a lot of the other beats of her personality down. She's got that sort of eccentric viciousness, as well as the the whole crazy, y- crazy, protective moments. She's got the mother, motherly, maternal moments when she's with Kana, when she's being a violent badass, but when she's also being like flirtatious and sexual but also very sincere and heartbroken and kind of mournful. Like, there's a lot to this strange little show about dragon maids and, like, living Yuri undertones. There's surprisingly heartfelt, kind of genuine moments that's really kind of surprised me a lot. And I I I think Sarah actually does a lot of
1: that fairly well. Now, see Andrew, you you have uh, stumbled upon the great secret to Kyoani's success, and that they make a lot of fluff. But inside that fluff, they tuck in tiny little moments of sincere, genuine heart-pullingness. Not enough to make the show as good as it probably could be, but just enough to make you want to buy all of the merchandise.
2: The three the three books of Nietzsche Joe in my room is doing wonders for that. Anyways, uh, I, b- I believe there are some other opinions about uh, Toru as well, and I'd very much like to hear them.
1: I'll just come out. I... Oh. you, you want to go?
0: Oh, no, I was going to ask Roots if you want oh, to go first. Oh,
3: sure, 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 sure. Um, you know, like you had said at the beginning, um, at the beginning... At- that point in episode one, where they're in the bar, she, I, I do think she got a bit too nasty, <clears throat> you know.
1: Uh, now, who did more Toru? nastier than a than a dragon? Uh, like a dragon, an actual dragon would be your thing.
2: You're talking about Toru, right? <clears throat> uh, you're not just yes. talking about like Kobayashi getting drunk and stripping her.
3: No, no, no. I, I'm I'm mm-hmm. talking about Toru as okay. Their intro- as she's getting introduced to, uh, to oh, uh, the Takia, Takia, uh, Takia.
0: Yeah, I know, I know what he's going on about.
3: Yeah, it it felt a little meaner than I thought it needed to be, but after that point, it sort of evened out. <clears throat> especially yeah, sh- when, especially like when you said, Andrew, things involving her character got a little complicated.
1: Oh. So how does Sarah pull it off?
3: Ah, uh, you're putting me on the spot. I
1: yes, did. I am. Get to your pedestal.
0: I mean, while Roots is collecting his thoughts, I'll say a little okay. bit of mine. I I think Sarah whedon a really good actress. I really do. And I really like her. Okay. And I like the fact that this isn't just Sarah whedon playing a chihuahua person again. <laughs> Uh, I like that this is a much more vibrant character for her to play. I know, I I didn't watch Keijo, not my cup of tea. I can't really say anything about her character. Oh, I don't like that
2: character Um, at all.
0: But my thing is this. Sometimes I can't get into her Toru. And it's like, I know this is a good performance, but it doesn't do anything for me.
1: Can, can, I, um, can I segue into that as well to like maybe offer like an explanation if, if you were trying to find the words for it? Yeah. All right. Um, I, I also um, had a little trouble getting into her uh, Toru, um, partially because I'm not entirely a fan of this character, like just the way she's written in the Japanese, but also uh, the way I best described it was that you ever uh, go to a restaurant And, um, you get this, uh, really good, uh, lemon-lime soda. Like, you get a really good Sprite. It's, like, the best Sprite that you've ever been given to drink. But but what you really wanted was actually, like, you just wanted a nice cherry Coke. That's kind of the way that I feel about, uh, Sarah's portrayal of Toru, is that there is nothing wrong with it, like, from a...
0: Yeah, there's nothing fundamentally wrong.
1: Fundamentally wrong, thank you. But it's just not my personal cup of tea. It's not the way I would have... It's not the kind of character I would have put as the... I would have written this character, I guess.
0: And it's, again, it's not a knock against Sarah uh, playing her because I think she does a really good job and I can see a lot of people really liking it. I don't know if it's the energy that's in it, the way that she portrays it, like for some reason she's she is very like it's it's kind of weird that i'm I'm bringing this up and it's probably just because i predicted her it's like the difference in between bryn as hikari in monster girls to this bryn is hikari like bryn april is that fucking character like there are no bones about it like bam that is her or like you... BAM! Sunny Straight is Koro-sensei. I cannot see another person playing Koro-sensei. Well,
1: you're not implying that Brynn um, actually wants to date a ten-year-old, I'm assuming.
0: No, I said interview with Monster Girls, not first love Why monster did creep. I'm
1: sorry, I heard the wrong word there. It...
0: Or, like, how Josh is Yuri from Yuri on Ice. <laughs> like,
1: oh, I always see him as... Or date. how Justin Briner is Deku. Yeah, okay, Yeah. yeah.
0: It's, it's so seamless, the transition, that it and you feel the energy and you feel the hype under it. And again, this is because I think I'm being a little bit harder on this dub too because this is just in general a weaker season of anime. I don't think Sarah slots into Toru as easily. It fits and it works. But it's not the thing I need to turn it does, on for her. It corner. doesn't. It's not. It's, it doesn't
2: click into place. Click, snap, boom. It's kind of like click. Shh, shh.
0: I have to wiggle it a little bit. Then it starts working. It's not. It's not a performance. I would say is bad, but it's not a signature thing for her. Like. Ooh. Shihoru to me is still her strongest role, whatever. I per-
2: I personally just like, appreciate. Oh, sorry. Uh, continue about Shihoru. Sorry.
0: I mean, Shihoru works, and I know Shihoru is the another kind of Chihuahua-y person, and how I got introduced to her. But Shihoru also had these moments of courage and clarity, and I cannot see that show working without Sarah as Shihoru. I could see another actress being Kobaya, not Kobayashi, I could potentially see another actress being Toru, and it's still working for me, probably giving me the same effect. I just don't know if at this point, episode four, if it's clicking for me, that again can change. There are still eight episodes of this double. No, I think those
2: are all completely fair points, actually, yeah. It's, like, I-, I was particularly just impressed on the fact that I I like Sarah didn't half, but she gets, like, lots of cutesy things. And that was a thing I remember in Monster Girls So it's, like, I liked her, but she was doing cutesy and emotional. But this has, like, a lot more versatility as a leading lady and an interesting yeah, character. Yeah, I will
0: say good on Kyle for going a little bit out of the box with this person. With Toru, because... Yeah, I mean, kind of the obvious choice. Bryn would have been the obvious choice. But then
2: choice. she's Hikari, like who's perfect in that. Anyways, I, I'm really glad this wasn't yeah. Monica. I, I, I like Monica, but <laughs> I appreciate, like, Weed and have. I appreciate we.
0: Or this could have been an Alexa. I actually realized, character. I think a or... lot of
2: my favorite ones are the ones I didn't really expect to work or wouldn't have put there and and worked there. The ones I've been a little more critical of were the ones where it's like, of course they're there. And that was, of course, like Jamie as Q while I really liked, uh, Fafnir <laughs> and Jade, and like I said, I liked, uh Toru as well.
0: Again, it's one of those things where, like, sometimes an actor you don't expect to really work as this character comes along and really does. Again, I, I kind of vocally got very pissy. Um... About Micah not being Mika and Sarah for the end, and I actually was kind of mad that he wasn't Kaneki in Tokyo Ghoul. But Austin and Justin proved me wrong, so, I mean, Sarah still has eight episodes to get me super into the character.
2: Okay, I think—
1: It's going to be hard—I don't really think Sarah herself can do anything more for this— character that would could possibly make you like her anymore because it's all about the writing on this one not just not the dub script but the actual show itself the big weakness and
0: i know and the thing is that i actually do like a lot of the script stuff i like it a lot for characters like kana for fafnir for kobayashi mm-hmm. uh, maybe I maybe i and i do kind of like it for toru too and um it's not like i have an attachment to the seiyu i looked to it was and it's not somebody i'm really familiar with this isn't like uh, Kana is doing this, uh, Yuhiori, um, Chiyo Saito. it's not like one of them are really, one of them is doing this. Especially, if it was like Chiyo Saito, it would cost okay. me shit. Uh,
1: that shouldn't affect the dub performance, or the perception of the dub performance.
0: It, I, it, sh- it shouldn't, but sometimes I, sometimes I matches. think- and I, as much as I would like to be able to separate it from myself sometimes, I... I Honestly, like I think we've
2: them. pretty much said all we could about Sarah. So, I, I think we're good. I think we, we've pretty much said our piece.
0: Roots, you I'm good? good? Noah?
1: Well, I'm never good, but I'm good on this.
0: Alright, so finally, if we've talked about the Dragon Maid, we've got to talk about the Miss Kobayashi part. Miss Kobayashi, she is our beer drinking office lady. Somehow, magically has a dragon for a maid and a child. Um, Predictions. I had two really big ones that I wanted, and they're going to sound absolutely nuts to you guys. We would expect nothing. Uh, Those two, those two predictions being Terry Doty and Afia. Interesting.
2: I could see Terry Doty you might be very interesting with the interested with the three i
0: i gotta ask this i have to ask one thing ruth is it because to you in the japanese kobayashi has a little bit of a deeper voice for a female also i'm sorry shinya you have the sniffles sorry my cat is sneezing one of my oh, cats porky. is sneezing. um shin- sniffles is gonna be fine uh, i felt like in the japanese kobayashi had a bit of a For a female, a very different voice than what you're kind of traditionally used to out of a Moe-looking character. Because face it, she is kind of Moe. So I went for two females, at least in the English dub, that I know sound really different, and that were Afia and Terry, and I love the shit out of both of them.
2: So you might be interested to hear who I've got for Kobayashi. I have three for this particular one. Go for it. Morgan Berry, because...
0: Okay, I actually had her, too. I had, like, six people, okay. but I only said the two. Morgan
2: people. Berry, because she does the, the tomboyish, tomboyish, tough, butch kind of female a lot. Michaela Krantz, because Michaela Krantz is very, very versatile and is always impressive and interesting every time we hear her. And, funny enough... This is where I predicted Sarah Ragsdale. I don't have a reason. It's the circle of Ragsdale and it rules us all. It's the
1: complete opposite part of what she actually plays in the show. It's
2: the complete, complete... You know what it was? I was thinking Saya. I was thinking Saya, how she was very kind of laid back and chill. And she plays the exact opposite. I just... She just wants to hug that chop She just wants to hug her friend. Anyways, I- I'm- I've said my piece.
1: Now, Roots, you said you had Terry Doty. Did you have any other predictions?
3: Uh, nope. That was it. <clears throat> awesome. Mainly because of her lower voice register, and, um... Also, because of... Oh, God. What... What is her character's name? Uh... Kirara... Assassin. Oh my,
0: did you mean her, uh, Kirara in Assassination yes, Classroom, a.k.a. I Play yep. Myself?
3: That, I did. that is
0: actually a fun story from the commentaries, is that uh, her t- Her husband is, like, convinced that somebody from Japan followed her around and created Kirara.
2: <laughs> Alright.
1: <laughs> and, to finish off these little cast lists of predictions, um... There's a tradition that we seem to have in Dub Talk where the first show you hear a voice actress or an actor in seems to be the voice you peg them for for the rest of your life. Um, The person who ends up playing Kobayashi, the first role I heard her in, is totally different than what she is here. But because I had to try to pick someone to play Kobayashi, the first time I heard my prediction, she was playing a droll... Put upon serious girl thrust into a crazy world full of magic, money, and good-looking guys. And that, of course, was Haruhi and Oran High School Host Club, voiced by our favorite Caitlin Glass.
2: That was a good... It's actually that bad. was not I what I thought that. of either, but I... Okay. I could have seen that working, actually. Uh, yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah, she
1: because Caitlin does everything under the sun and it, yeah, she would have been a good Kobayashi. But who is
2: the leading lady of this daily Dragoncom?
0: Alright. So the leading lady of this lovely Dragon ra- Dragon Dragoncom is in fact Leah Clark. Leah Clark plays characters like Yukiko Kanzaki in Assassination Classroom. Miyako Miyazaki in Bamboo Blade, Gokutai in Token Rambu Hanamaru, Mayuri, uh, I'm sorry, Mayu in Norigami, and... Andrew!
2: <clears throat> Do the thing! So, friend,
0: Noah, hey Noah this is for you.
2: I have, just have to say, why don't you just jack off into a bottle of formaldehyde and call it our firstborn...
0: She is Hummingbird in Dead Man Wonderland. I literally called him at work and asked him to do the line. Just because you're in this I've had this Noah. prepared
2: for four hours.
1: <laughs> Go watch Dead Man Wonderland, if nothing else, than just for
2: that one line. All right. Amazing. Now, what did we think of Leah as the lovely Miss Kobayashi? It taught me that I need to stop
1: underestimating Leah because like I said before, the first time I heard her was as the shepherdess in Spice and Wolf. And that w- I pegged her for a while as being uh, the, the softer spoken, uh, almost like the, the unrequited love interest characters in shows. I've been proven wrong over and over again on that front, especially in a role like this where I love listening to her speaking. Even something so droll and dry you would think would be so boring, it's really not.
0: I will say this. I am highly fucking impressed with Leo Clark Strange. Um, like, actually, it's actually quite terrifying, because... <laughs> <I>, Konzaki, Miyako <laughs> Mayu... And Hummingbird are I, all women. I think the
2: way you know an actor is really versatile in their range is that you can't pick out which is their actual voice.
0: Here's the thing, though. One of them I said was Gokutai from uh, Token Ronbu, and we're doing an episode on this. And I know, Root, Roots, you've seen it, right? I, I've seen it up to a point. Okay. Do you want to know who Gokutai is? Uh, yeah, shoot. He is the little boy with all the tigers. Oh. The really, really soft-spoken, like, ah, really? voice.
2: Megan really, really that... likes tigers.
0: Yeah. That's that's Leah Clark. Yeah, that is Leah Clark. Huh. She plays a tiny little boy. With, like, the cutest little tigers. I really fucking love Gokata He is my favorite. But, Is it for me, Kobayashi took me an episode to super get into. It's not like Toru, where I'm still not feeling it, Mr. Krabs. Episode 2 came along, I was like, yeah, she I is Kobayashi. I think the thing...
2: This is not against Leah. This is not against Leah. I think... This dub gives her the worst things to say. Yeah! It literally... Every single problem I've had with this script and adaptation of this dub has all had to come from Leah. And it's nothing against Leah. I think she's actually really, really solid as Kobayashi. And kind of nails the character down well but she says she says the (laughs) phrase don't slut shame me and it doesn't even make sense in the context given she's already kind of like no homo and also they got rid of the simple gone pun to so pretty what, what, I don't understand. Why would it, she be saying she's pretty? It's it's confused. It's it's not even like confusion. It seems like disconnect between you. Kind of make the character one way and changing it to another, and it's it's weird. The,
0: but that is again not none of that really is Leah's fault. fault. Leah does none a of that really is Leah's good fault. job. With I one. think okay, Leah fair, the-
2: actually does a fantastic job getting this character down and when you get to those really good character moments together with like kana and toru as this big gay like lesbian family of like adorable dragon people i think she nails that down well i just i feel the biggest problems with this dub come from what they give kobayashi to say
1: I can't really agree with that, honestly. Really? Uh, um, how do I word this here? Um, y- how- If you were thrust into your regular reality, was thrust into a world that suddenly had dragons put into it, you would have one of two ways to react to it. You would either be geeking out every day of your life because, oh my god, dragons, I'm, i am I-I-I, my life is perfect, like, oh my god, I can't sleep at night. Or you would take it in this kind of stroll that Miss Kobayashi does in that she ha- she injects some snark into uh, responses to actions without being too mean-spirited about it. Uh, there's actually a dub change that I do like that they made in Episode 3 where uh, we see... look Le- What? Uh, Le- Q? Uh, uh, Megan, Lukua, I again Lukua. For
2: me? It's Luqua.
1: No, I-, I want the full name.
2: Katsaquaddle?
1: Katsaquaddle shows up, and in the subtitles... Uh, her outfit, which is very revealing, uh, Kobayashi refers to it as, says, it's kind of slutty, don't you think? I'm really glad that in the dub they changed that to, it uh, doesn't leave much to the imagination, does it? That makes her much less of a
2: hateful, spiteful character. I think that's, so... a, that's a good change, too. I just find it amusing later that it goes the other side of it, to be like, don't slut shame me. Well, I... To a child... That's I, I, if you're you're
1: uh you're an, OK. We ourselves are hypocrites for saying that you shouldn't say don't shame me to a kid when we ourselves are about the same age, maybe a little younger as Kobayashi is supposed to be. And we ourselves have trouble keeping our language. I think
0: Kobayashi is like 25.
1: OK, mid tw- okay so yeah. So like exact same age as some of us being re- it's a believable uh, businesswoman. She's not moe in that you want to coddle her, but she's not so put off such a put-off that you'd call her a bitch.
2: Like, like, as Takia says, she's just kind of like one of the guys and she's the person where it's like they take her out to drinks, not to hit on her, but to basically talk about, ah, this fucking coding shit, right? Fuck that noise. Let's talk about maids. I mean, like, for the... Fuck's sake! Okay. uh, Also, that's something I have to mention
1: too.
2: Sorry, I'll stop talking over you in a second. She's really good drunk too. We we talked about the kind of how she gets the perfect like, kind of done with this shit snark. She also pulls Mm -hmm. off drunk really good too, and I think that's impressive as well. Continue.
1: Uh, Yeah, the one person who I thought had like the best drunk performance before this episode. Was Jade Saxon when she gets drunk on juice and Michiko and Hachi?n That was really good. This is a strong contender for it, though. Motherfucker. What?
0: You've not watched Tokyo Ghoul, Rudé?
1: I've seen the first couple episodes.
0: No, you haven't watched Micah versus Morgan Garrett. Oh
1: wait, no. Oh, Route A. That's season two, right? Okay.
0: Yeah, you just look up the bar scene from Rudé. It's funny I as shit.
1: Watch the show in due time, but until then. Got nothing but praise for Leah Clark's portrayal on both the dry parts, making it interesting to listen to. Because if there's one thing that we hate, like I'm speaking for everyone here, we hate it when a character is supposed to be kind of a little monotone and the actress or actor cannot make them interesting. Leah Clark is not monotone. She is interesting to listen to and I could listen to any of her many voices all day long.
2: That's a good way to put it, yeah. Shit. Okay, yeah, you nailed it. Right. What about you, Roots?
3: Well, you pretty much nailed it on the head. Um, I would say though that maybe in the first episode or so, I would very, very gently turn up the snark just a hair.
1: Mmm. So, like, like she would to show that she was a little more hard nosed before the dragon starting to soften her cold, bitter heart.
3: Well, I mean, the dragons were there from the very beginning, but as
1: she's starting to get used to them. Right. No, I I can see it, too. It would have been a little different from the original Japanese, um, because um, the thing that bugs me the most about Kiyoani's works (laughs) is that they have a tendency to have bad characterization because they want to get the characters doing things that are interesting to us as the viewers even if it doesn't quite uh, flow with the narrative, so you've got moments where she's hard-nosed, snarking at stuff going on, and then we'll we'll pause for like a, a soft, tender moment where we have like deep introspection about how growing up is. Uh, people don't become adults; they just can't be children anymore. And you're like, where did that come from?
2: That was a really.
0: I'm sorry. I'm like, no, I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at the fucking cat. So my cat, Shinya, is. I put her water bowl or one of her water dishes on um, another counter. So what meaning my computer? She's currently got one half of her body on my computer desk. The other one is like across the span so that she can drink the water on the- Fucking, my fucking
2: trust <laughs> Noah had to work really hard to get that dramatic, sincere moment that you're like,
0: <laughs> Look at this fucking cat. <laughs> I'm really sorry, Noah, but that was actually quite it, it's beautiful. Okay. I'm, I'm used
2: to
1: it. All right. Like I said, I didn't do anything wrong. What, what did I do to deserve this?
2: You know what you got? Nothing. You know what no, you were with? but I actually- Kana.
0: Aw, thank you. Oh, now you walk across the thing, you fucking cat. Anyway. <laughs> yeah,
2: I think we've pretty much said it with Leah. I think she's great. I just, I have very various problems with this script. That's less her fault. But I think the actual actor portrayal of Kobayashi is no! pretty great.
0: No, you fucking. Don't and Megan yeah. is die.
2: Nope. And then this this train is falling because <laughs> okay. the cat has assumed conductor control.
1: Yes, Megan.
0: No, she was. Editors about to note. Do that thing where you no, know.
1: Editors note: Megan was thus fired from the podcast and was moved over to Cat Talk, our brand new project where we talk about nothing but cats for three hours. Is
2: is this like how the people from Prince no, of sh- in Egypt were doomed to the Shrek mines?
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. The if you. Shrek. If- was it, what was it called? Getting, Getting Shrek. Yeah.
2: If you. Megan, if you you're about to get good, Shreked.
0: Uh- no, don't Shrek me. I'm Into the, the host. the cat chamber with th- you. No, she was doing the thing where you know where like cats bat something yeah. off a table. She was about to do that with a thing of water.
1: That would have been a mess. <laughs>
2: okay.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's why I was like, All no, right. no, that's a mess. All it's right,
2: okay. show yourself you anyway.
1: before
3: you Shrek yourself. Ooh. All right, I think I think Kobayashi <laughs> so needs to sober
0: up a little I- bit. Anyway, um I kinda I really do agree, especially with Noah's sentiment about Keo Annie and how they do things. Like I mean, I've watched Free, I've watched Kyo Beyond the Boundary, which was actually probably like their most dramatic things. Eventually we're all going to see a silent voice. Oh god, voice. please somebody I like know, that yeah. in America. Fucking please. Every other country's they, gonna they get it before
2: us. They will.
0: We other country got your name before us. We still haven't fucking got okay, that. Okay, too. Yeah. But, uh, um, And it... Yeah. To, to kind of bring what Andrew and Noah said to kind of a final thoughts on the show itself, um... Honestly, I, I really enjoy the content of Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid a lot. I think it's a very thoughtful show while being very funny and very cute and very interesting because I fucking love dragons. At the same time... I think the dub suffers a lot of missteps, it's imperfect, it's serviceable, but imperfect. There's a lot of weird liberties with the writing choice that sometimes make really good standout performances come off as a little lackluster. Uh, Some performances leave a lot more to the imagination and some are utterly fucking perfect, it's a mixed bag. Um, I give Kyle a pass, I think this is probably my one of the better dubs I've watched him do. Um, I want to see a little bit of improvement out of him, honestly. I was very surprised that this was the show that he got over something like him doing Eat Alive. Like, that was something I probably would have pegged him for over this. I thought this would have been, like, a sunny... Like, I thought Kyle would have been the poor motherfucker on Handshakers. (laughs) Or Cliff, because Cliff likes to suffer for our amusement. Um... I thought this would have been, like, a Jerry, a... Well, Felicia's riding in Puzzles and Dragons (laughs) Hell. Um, I thought this would have been something like a Jerry show, or a Tia show, or a a Sunny show, not a Kyle show. Um, I do think a lot of the flaws in this dub are writing directorial-based. I don't know what the process is with a director checking it, but... At the same time, I still think it's a lot of fun to watch Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid in English or Japanese. Both tracks are completely fine. I, th-
2: I think you, you you wrapped it all up pretty good there. Um, I basically say, regardless of whether you are a sk- complete sub-purist, English pig scum die, motherfucker die, or if you are like us and you do enjoy uh, the art of dubbing and are at least partially curious about this product what even if it's not a completely flawless perfect dub in and of itself miss kobayashi's dragon maid is a show that is completely worth your time it is a show that i honestly thought was going to be a lot more like dragon titty jokes and turned out to be a much more heartfelt genuinely sincere adorable precious show Actually kind of paternal. I really like that part where it's like, so this is what my dad dad felt like when my mom yelled at her when uh, the (laughs) Toru's basically being like, you're being a bad influence on the child. Get out of the kitchen! And I thought that was really adorable. And I think this show about this slapstick comedy that is so gorgeously animated, there's a straight-up Dragon Ball Z scene, but it's got a lot of heart and soul to it that I feel like, even though there is good intentions from, like, the directing, the writing, and the staff, some things changed... actually do change the show. And I don't always agree with that, because usually I feel people who are like, this one line, instead of saying, I want a glass of water to... I deme- I require water, being like, oh, now the entire thing's ruined. Fuck you! It's like, no, I'm not like that. But I actually do feel the changes made with this localization are noticeable enough that there is a bit of a different product there. And it, I don't think it completely destroys the dub, but it's definitely something that is a much more noticeable problem. But, all said. Major respect regardless, I do enjoy the show. The cast gives some great performances, and I do think the writing and directing are good and serviceable enough, but I do feel the changes are a bit of a strange inconsistency. Like I said in interviews with Monster Girls, because I consider this kind of like a part two to that, context works when you're making changes in phrasing. And I feel a lot of the context isn't there for these changes. Being like, I'm not a dragon racist. I'm not, oh, it's like dragon PTSD. Don't slug shape me. And it's like, I don't think the context works for those scenes or those phrases are even really used properly. I feel they could be used properly, but I don't feel this show achieves that. And it's kind of distracting for that. And it's a thing that really does irk me. And I really want to like it a lot. And I do enjoy it. But I don't love the the dub, is what I'm saying.
1: Well, well, the question is then, would you continue to watch the show in
2: dub or sub going forward? I'll say this. Both? I will watch both because I will watch both. Because I'm curious. I do enjoy these performances enough. But I, I am also kind of endeared to the Japanese cast of characters as well. So, I will continue to watch There's both, a... but I actually do have a slight preference to the Japanese. I know this is sacrilege on our show, but that's my opinion. No, no, actually, I'll, i it's do... not
1: sacrilegious when it comes to a show like this, because these kind of shows, these 4 coma Koma-based Moe Slights of Life shows are very hard to adapt to English. The, there's a reason why I continue to say, as much as I respect the Lucky Star dub, I still prefer to watch that show in Japanese. This is an...
0: I have to... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I have to ask something um, after Root says his thoughts, because I want to bring it up about KyoA. Okay, Kyo okay. <laughs> All
1: right. But, uh, yeah, um, just to say really quickly that the dub of this is... Does enough things right, like really right, with some of the characters, and I just say that Sarah didn't have I don't know what she uh, who she's emulating exactly. Like I asked her on Twitter if she was emulating or channeling someone. I I kind of want to know who it is because I don't have an equivalent for the way she's acting to anybody else. So yeah, this dub does enough things right and if you can overlook some of the scripting things being a little more liberal than we're used to with the archetypes of Japanese acting definitely give this one a watch
2: also if you're one of those people already that's basically being like anime dubs fucking suck go f- this is this dub is cancer these people are cancer this is the fucking shittiest Why thing ever first of all go fuck yourself
0: i'm sorry that is even p- if you Okay, even if
1: you are a person who really, 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 really hates dubs, at the very least, watch on legal sub-sites, for God's sakes. Okay.
0: Yeah, use, use, just, I'm sorry, I...
2: All those illegal places you're watching.
0: I can't stand, I know it's an actual term, I just can't stand it. Um, Roots, your thoughts. Yeah,
3: it's, it's a very fun and energetic show that got a very fun and energetic dub script issues notwithstanding. Um, so it re- just needs right. a little bit of fine-tuning under the hood when it comes time <laughs> to uh, release it on Blu-ray and DVD. Okay. You guys nailed what I was going to say on the head. Pretty good. I'm sorry.
1: I'm, sorry. Hey, I'm also buying Roots of Beer at now, AB and I'm not even going.
0: Now, I do want to ask this because... It is a Kyo Annie show. And with this airing, and one of the other things that Funimation recently released being Nichijou, Joe, as we all know, there is still kind of a lost uh, Kyoto Annie show still floating out there called <laughs> Hyoka. Yeah. Do you think the re. And I, I kind of want to ask this hypothetically. This is not saying that Funimation gets Hyoka's license, or if somebody has it, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, does the reaction that Kobayashi is giving people, especially with honestly a lot of Funimation Kyo Annie dubs, you also have to remember they did they did free, and that was a dub that had a lot of backlash to it. Do you think that if they get Hyoka do they have to make the decision to sub-only release it, or do they put the chance... Yoka's also not really
2: a... Oh, sorry, I I know the question was for Noah, but I also just want to say, that one's much more of, like, a teen... Like, a drama mystery. While these are a lot...
0: And I will... Yeah, because I say that, because... I say that owning another Kyo Annie dub being Beyond the Boundary, which was really fucking good, but that's because Beyond the Boundary wasn't based off a 4 coma series. It was a legitimate action-drama show. Yeah.
1: yeah uh, even though KyoAni has uh, this archetype uh, that people peg him for for being um, uh, disposable, pretty, moe-pandering shows, which is true of their art style from a lot of times, but the shows that they make have varied a lot more since they broke out of the style, which I think Nichijo was actually the show that made them decide, yeah, we should probably diversify a little bit because that show was moe-heavy, super Japanese, and made no money. Like, we make the joke that Nichi Joe is the greatest series that didn't make any money. The reason that Joe isn't getting a dub, though, isn't because of, um, like, limitations on Funimation's resources. Well, that,
0: I figured, was kind of like the Bakemonogatari exactly. situation where uh, it's it's literally undouble because it works so I, much. I, on I,
1: Bakemonogatari, yeah. or um, a long time ago, Media Blaster said that they were going to license Sayonara's Atsubo Sensei, but they also said that they would not dub it. This would be another instance of that, too. Okay. So to, to answer your question about would they dub Hyoka or not, because it's not so tied to Japanese jokes and it is translatable, and uh, given that Funimation is uh, dubbing Gosick, which is another one of those rescued shows that came out recently, that we heard about recently, yeah, I think they probably would dub Hyoka.
2: Okay.
0: Root, your thoughts on
3: this? On, the, uh, on Hyoka? Um, yeah. If I recall, there was mention of. Some wordplay in Japanese. In particular, the title, because there's a, a situation where Netflix Japan has it. And um, when the name got translated into English, it didn't end up being Hyoka. It was translated kind of awkwardly as Frozen Dessert. <laughs> like, what that is the, the... actual title. It is being given on Netflix That's in the...
1: Japan.
2: What the I'm suddenly fuck? hungry for the, the mint show. chocolate chip in my fridge.
1: That doesn't even make sense in the context of the show. Like the, the title of the show has something to do with the literature club, doesn't it? Um, I believe it's a. Uh,
3: I want to say it's a double entendre. It's a book club.
1: I, I didn't see it when it was uh, uh, when it was simulcasting. It,
3: I watched a it doesn't of stream anywhere it. it's one of those you gotta yeah. go
1: to gray areas it's like gosik right well okay if there's enough interest for funimation to pick it up then there would be, probably be enough interest to just hopefully
0: do it. to kind of wrap up this conversation hopefully the sales of things like Nichijo, uh gosik in may and the streaming success of miss kobayashi's dragon mead as well as things like free and free Eternal Summer will kind of convince them to maybe grab it. Uh, but we've been going on. Please for buy Nichi Joe. Please, Nichijou, please buy Nichi Joe. Please buy Nichi Joe.
2: That's all I'm going to say. This. Miss...
0: Any. No,
1: you're right. Because, like I said, Nietzsche had... Joe made no money in Japan. So, for the love of
2: goodness, please spend not like...
0: some money. I think it's doing pretty well in America. It's sold out guys.
2: its manga anime combo on right stuff. So, I think that's a good sign. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I am personally buying a copy at Anime Boston, so, uh, there we go. So, uh, if you like our dog and pony show, you can follow us here at the Dub Talk channel. Um, guys, I've had a lot of fun doing this, but we, it is very, very, very late at night, and I have a doctor's appointment in about ten hours. Um, so plug yourselves away, please.
2: Who goes first? Shit, everybody decided to let everybody go first. Okay, fuck, I'm gonna go first. All right. Uh, my name is Andrew, otherwise known as mongoman 9000 on Twitter, but I personally go by the classy ClassySpartan handle. Uh, you can find me uh, lounging about the Funimation forums that have recently been opened up, as well as being an active member, loyal participant, and really, really life-changed uh, co- Uh, co-host of the Dub Talk podcast. Seriously, I know I'm very eccentric and crazy and all that, but y'all have actually changed my life and made my life really, really inspiring and great. Thank you very much for letting me be part of this crazy fucking project. I love it so.
0: You're welcome, Dennis.
2: (laughs) (sighs) Back in the dungeon I go.
1: Don't forget the handcuffs.
0: (laughs) and the ball gag
3: okay so anyway um, you can find me on twitter at Roots of Justice I also kind of hover around the Funimation forums occasionally reddit <clears throat> and um, I got a blog uh, Roots of Justice anime time blog show at uh, WordPress I believe I haven't really done anything with it yet I know I've been saying that since. really since I started, but hopefully <laughs> I will have something. at some point.
0: I can't wait to jump into the Boston Harbor with you.
3: Ah, uh, yes, Saturday.
0: Okay. <laughs> it's here, finally, yes. Saturday. <laughs> oh. Oh, JoJo oh. means. Uh, and then you he who hoards anime, dragon who hoards anime I, I
1: hoard all I, meant I, I heard all the cartoons you I, I keep bragging about my animation shelf but honestly i I think I might have a problem I I, I might I might be a hoarder I, you might have to dig me out
2: you are a dragon buried al-
0: yeah I am the dragon King that was far over I- the Michigan Mountains. I, I
1: was watching the, the Oran High School Host Club bloopers today, and it was that near the end where Tom McKee shouts,
0: I am the Dragon King. Where can they Anyways. find you on Twitter? Can I quote my favorite? Yeah. I need to quote my favorite uh, Oran High School Host Club okay. thing. It flew away. Get my <laughs> gun.
1: Fine, you quote that. I'll quote my favorite part here, which is... Um, uh, Oh shoot! I forgot which one it was. It was uh, oh yeah, it was um where Tomoki's uh, using the hammer. And he's like, I bet you didn't know, but this is the first time I've used. It. You know what this thing? It was this thing called anyway. This is the first time I've ever used a screwdriver. <laughs> it's funnier in context. Anyways, when I am not being subjected to the tortures of the Dub Talk members or gagging on the ball gag while being forced to watch Fujiyoshi stuff. For dub talk you can also find me at noah clue on twitter where i will either rant about people misspelling cell animation for god's sakes people it's c-e-l not c-e-l-l or posting pictures of my son oliver because he yeah. is best son ever and if that uh, interests you anymore i also have a YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash journeytraveler, which I haven't updated anything for. I have a bunch of videos that I, like, half edited up that I really wanted to put up. And if I push myself to actually get some stuff done, and by that I mean give Megan the whip, hopefully I will be a lot more productive this year.
0: That's GG No, no, no.
1: I'm giving you the whip on this one. Tell me to do something with my life, Megan. Or at the very least, do something...
0: Uh, do something with my life. Or at least
1: do something with my YouTube channel. Alright. Uh,
0: uh. Alright, I guess it's my turn, because I haven't done myself. Wow! B- wordings! My name is Megan, you can follow me at Queen Era 2 at on the Twitters, and you can find me and the gang over at Anime America Podcast, where we do top tens reviews, and the likes. Uh, so I think we are the last group to officially finish up the winter block um we have some other things coming i think some of you all might want to didn't like some of you guys want to do after. Uh, there there may
2: be some dub reviews from the current season and previous season that'll be coming in due time specific
0: and with with that i think i would like to thank you guys Honestly, for putting up with my bullshit and doing this so late at night, it is is 1.30 in the morning. We started at like ten forty-five. This was a, this was
2: an experience. Uh, this it,
1: is it, what podcasting it, well. is like.
0: Well, with that, uh, dragons, say your goodnights. It's time to fly and otaku on, my friends. Please, spoke-
2: please, 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 please feed the child.
0: And by oh, Nio-ha. God, please
2: buy Nichi Joe and feed the child, but do not feed the child <laughs> Nichi Joe.
3: I'm sure Funimation would appreciate the business. So.
2: Good night, everybody.
3: Good night.
0: Bye. <laughs>